Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Opinions and Buttholes. Everyone's got one. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. Let's talk about it. You better ask somebody. Everyone got to hear us watching the game for a minute. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. There it goes. Popping up. Boom in the face. (laughs) Maybe I'll scoot back like this. Let it stretch out and let the weight of the microphone hold it down. There you go. Because this one, with this mic stand, it's got to have a heavy mic to actually hold on to it. Yeah. It work. No, it sounds like it works. Sounds pretty good. We got a red line on over there, so we're, we're going. The office of studio's coming around looking good. Yeah, it is. Getting her all put together. Got a few more things to put on the wall. Yeah, I got, a, got some nice stuff to put on the wall. Yeah. Got to find a spot for that. Nice little picture. Christmas present from my man and from, from my wife. wife. She got me a really cool picture, a team picture of uh, the uh, Stanley Cup winning team of the Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then it's got little small individual cards. The uh, What are the facsimiles? Of uh, each autograph. team member, their auto, their little picture, individual picture, and an <laughs> autograph. It's got all of them holding the Stanley Cup. <clears throat> Sorry, we just went out and filled our lungs. Well, I gotta find a find a nice spot to feature that. I gotta figure out where I want to do that. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Vegas is playing right now too. We got the. <clears throat> we've had a game. We've had a game on for quite a few episodes that we've recorded now, whether it's football or hockey. Right. Today we got uh, the Golden Knights playing. Against the Ottawa Senators. Is that my ice cream? Got a delivery. Ooh. Ooh, a couple of ice creamies. Thanks, buddy. Got a nice little snack. Brought us some shovels. Yeah, jeez. Are they both the same flavor? Thanks, dude. Thanks, Maddie. Supposed to have some caramel in it, but for some reason, who's the Walmart shoppers? Wasn't going to eat this right now. Walmart shoppers can't seem to find their stuff. I wonder if that, I wonder if that freezer's cold in there. I wonder the little mini freezer inside the mini freezer. I wasn't gonna eat this just yet. <laughs> you gonna eat yours? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'll be cold enough. Yeah, this thing's broken. Like broke. Oh wow. Nice. Yeah. 
Get yourself a drink, too. I'm all out of liquid death. Oh, ran shit. Out, ran out. We have to get some more of that. <clears throat> Not a sponsor. But if you want to. Yeah, we'll take it. Not not a sponsor, but hey, Liquid Death wants to sponsor an episode or two or four or a couple years. Yeah, yeah, we're in, we're in. <laughs> I'm in. I'll I'll do a little commercial for me all the time. Right. Every episode. Drink Mur- Liquid Death. It'll kill you. <laughs> Mur- murder your thirst. Murder your thirst. Today's episode though is brought to you by Grape Bent. They even blocked out the sound for a minute. It was so loud. That's great. All right. So, as always, first and foremost, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Appreciate it every time. Uh, Welcome. I don't know how many people listen a week. I don't know if we can really see that, but uh, like we, (laughs) and brought to you by Haagen-Dazs Ice Cream also. That's right. Uh, Haagen-Dazs. Not sponsored, but we'll take them. you know, we're not going to stop doing this. We're going to keep doing this, like we always say. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us about any of our last episodes and uh, ask us questions or want us to talk about something else, you can get a hold of us on Instagram. DM us, opinions and buttholes, all lowercase. Just hit that little search, that little magnifying glass, type in opinions and buttholes. Or you can uh, send us an email. Where'd you do that, Matt? Opinions and buttholes at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Gmail. Not Yahoo, not Hotmail. Yeah, hate mail or great mail, we don't care. We just want mail. <clears throat> send us some mail. Uh, send us some uh, top tens you want to hear. Anything you want to say about our last episodes, we don't care. Just like, no, just no dick pics. Yeah, no, yeah, no dick pics, and don't tell me I'm fat in a picture. <laughs> so one of the only comments we ever got, and somebody called me fat. It hurt my feelings for like a second, and then I was okay. Like I don't give a shit. I really don't care what people think of me, but. <clears throat> it was still it was mean it was be it kind. was be it's kind. not fair yeah just be kind just be nice there's no reason to be mean i know that dude was a troll he probably just feels bad about himself i probably look better in a blue shirt than he does that's why he said so who knows yeah he was jealous yeah just jelly why don't i have a podcast with my best friend <laughs> why, don't, why don't my stomach look so big in a blue shirt <laughs> hey is that a mockingbird Hey, name Mockingbird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit's great. <clears throat> that shit's so good. So yeah, uh, so we hung out last night too, which isn't unusual for us. But uh, oh shit, we were able to watch the fights last yeah, night. Yeah, we did. That was pretty good. Two uh, title fights. Ethan was really excited to see that fight, and I asked him. I said, "You want to go over to Matt's watch on the big TV?" He's like, "Shit, yeah, I'll go over to Matt's." He was excited about it. He was like, I'll pay for it. Yep. And he's going to pay for it. Well, Matt paid for it, but Ethan's going to pay him back for it. But he's been waiting a long time to watch some fights, and I think he was a little disappointed by <laughs> They were not exciting fights. No, no. Um, well, one the, one, the one title fight was. It was okay. It was, it was pretty decent. But yeah, then, it was a lot of but action. The, yeah, but that Edwards and uh, Covington. Covington fight. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was a little disappointing. Yeah. I thought Colby Covington would have fought a lot better everybody thought that oh we got a tripping yep vegas is going to the power play <clears throat> but that josh emmett and bryce mitchell that knockout oh my god knockout that that had to have one knockout of the night oh yeah he won performance of the night did he yeah he, that 50 was, grand bonus that was a brutal knockout <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I don't, I, I can only count on, I can count on one hand how many times I've seen a guy get knocked out in the UFC and start convulsing. He sent him to the upside down. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah. And then he came back. He sent him looking for Will. <laughs> yeah. And then he came back and found 11. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that was a straight, it was kind of like a overhand, a little bit of a looping overhand, it was, overhand, it was, right? It was like, I don't know how you would describe it. It was like an overhand looping straight right. But it was straight. Caught it didn't right in the face. It didn't hit him in the jaw and snap his head sideways, just straight down the middle. Right on the cheekbone. Just hit him, yeah. Boom. Just buckled him. And his head, you can see his head, his neck just snaps. You can see his head just shaking. It's like, oh, his brain is bouncing then around. Then he face planted. Then, yeah, he just crumpled like a freaking rag doll. And he was out, out. For like two minutes. Yeah. And they had to carry and they had to help him off. He was trying to stand and he was like, he was like, was I knocked out? Was I yeah. out cold? Oh, man. He, he didn't was... even know. <clears throat> and they had to help him. They had two guys holding on to him, helping him. They kept, uh, uh, Joe kept saying they need to sit him down because that's how. They needed to sit him that's down. That's how fighters, because they don't know their legs aren't working and they can't really feel it. And they, they don't know their lane, legs bending backwards. He said that's how fighters tear ligaments and mess up their legs. Tear their knees, tear their ankles. Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't know. They up. put all their weight on their leg and they don't know. And they're just like, snap. They're like, oh, shoot. Now I'm really out. <clears throat> and Joe, Joe knows what he's talking about. And especially when it comes to that stuff, he's seen it enough. I think he started the UFC in like UFC 10. Well, he was already a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu practitioner even before. Well, he was for, a, forever. He was a Taekwondo guy his whole yeah, life. That, that too. And it's like he's, he's got a martial arts background. So he knows. Oh, yeah. He knows what's going on. At one point in history, he had the hardest kick in the world. Did he? Yeah, it's been beaten now. A I've seen times, some. Think, I've seen some pictures of his workouts, and it's <clears throat> like, so loud when he kicks a bag. You don't. You do not want to mess with him. No. Of course. That's why it was funny. On, I would if I had to. <laughs> that's why it was funny when he was. Remember when he used to do uh, Fear Factor? Fear Factor. Yeah, them dudes yeah. Would get all mad. You see that video of that one dude got I saw his face one. And yeah, stuff he's in. yelling at him, and Joe's like, "Hey, hey!" And he's like, "Oh, I'm like, oh shoot." You better, you better watch out. I don't think you realize who you're messing with. Joe's, right. he was, he wasn't as bulky as he is. Cause he's put on a lot of muscles. Oh yeah. Then. He was pretty slim. He's like, he, I don't think you realize who you're messing with. He will mess you up. Yeah. Uh, um, Mike, well, what is it? Mike Miskowski, whatever the, the Miz. Yeah. The, the Miz, Miz was on that show and he's like, oh yeah, yeah. He, he's like, I had to stop that dude. Cause Joe was Yeah. He was him. on that episode. I remember yeah. that. He was out. That, that's when he was on fear that's, factor yeah, yeah that's was, before that's when the miz was he was he had the goal already he was gonna be a wrestler yeah he that was, was right working, after he did the real world he was working his way up to that yeah he's telling everybody in the real world real real world also yeah. he, he's gonna do that he was gonna be and a look professional at, wrestler look at him now he's made it he made he, it. he's probably he, he's gonna be a hall of famer he put in he he <clears throat> he set the goal and he put in the work and he made it he's won almost every title you can <clears throat> win in wwe and the guy's amazing but yeah, no, it was a little lackluster fights. There was some good, there was a couple good fights. In there the was whole a couple, thing. Um, the two guys that fought at the 125. For the title. Was that, that was the, that was the other title. Those, that one was pretty decent. Pan Pantoja yeah, and Roy Pantoja. Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was pretty good. And then that, that, uh, the woman's class, weight class, whatever they're fighting at. The one where they, she was in the yellow trunks. Oh, the Aldana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, The yeah, Brazilian yeah. and the. American. American, no. American? There's two Spanish, two Latin, two Latin, Spanish one's from Mexico, one from yeah, Brazil, Mexico yeah. and Brazil. Yeah, they messed each other up. They Man. just, they just fought some beasts. Yeah, did you and, see? And on that post, on that the after interview when they're talking the recap, 
they showed they somebody posted a picture sent them a picture of them in the in the hospital oh shit she's in the freaking she's in the er bed or hospital bed i don't know if they, she got admitted by then but she's in the hospital bed and her face is just swollen you can't even tell her eyes her eyes are swollen shut and it she's just all like uh, all bloody <coughs> <coughs> excuse me it almost looked like she had some broken orbital sockets. Probably. She probably broke something. She was getting hit pretty religiously right in the fucking face. Right in the face. Just crazy. And the other girl was swollen up pretty pretty good too. Not as bad, but they were they were just full on gladiators, just <clears throat> duking the, the, it out. The just... the Rachmanov and Thompson fight was pretty good too. That wasn't too bad of a fight. Oh, Mark they Stone's just, got married in 2021. They're just well, showing pictures of it. Well, they showed a picture of last night's UFC. Oh, did they? It said, was he there? Yeah, it said them at, it said Mark Stone at la- and his friend. It said, when friends become foes. And then it said in the, in the parentheses, because I guess they're playing against each other right now. Oh. And then in the parentheses, it said last night's UFC. Well, that's cool. They were there. Well, I mean, if you play for Vegas and you're in Vegas, why I know, would you it's not the go to UFC? It's the T-Mobile Arena. You talk yeah. to somebody and say, hey, I want tickets for this. And like, oh, here's shit. Here's tickets. Like, oh, it's like, hey, Mark Stone's calling for tickets for the UFC. <laughs> Give him tickets. <laughs> yeah. Where do you want to sit? In yeah. the cage? <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you want to sit on top of one of the one of the sides of the cage and watch? He's probably had one of those uh, uh one of those chairs with his name on it. Oh, I'm reserved, sure. A reserved chair. Stuck him down there. Guaranteed. Probably put him right next to Trump. Or or right next to uh, <laughs> those two that went at it in the in the oh, crowd. Strickland. Strickland and, uh, and the French dude. Oh, uh, what's his Duplessis? Duplessis. Yeah. That was crazy, <laughs> Yeah, that was a little brawl in the. You know, like Joe Rogan audience. says, he's he's the he's the middleweight champion of the world. Yeah, you got to unbecoming it. You got to conduct yourself a little bit more professional. Yeah, like you can't be like that when you're the champ. The yeah, you can't do that shit. I mean, Sean Strickland's out of control. Like he asked asked the kids, those kids that were standing sitting right behind him <clears> to move, and then whoever was setting that up, uh, they knew that was going to happen. They put them there. They set them. Yeah, why one, would you sit them right? They're in the next UFC, one row apart. One seat over because I don't, they were like off, like one seat Just over, a little bit, yeah. but then there was only one row in between them. Yeah. And he asked, he asked the kids to, can, can you scoot over? And they moved over and he freaking jumped over, jumped over the chair. It was right Gilbert Burns, kid yeah. and wife. It's like, really? Whoever set that up either had no idea who they were just putting names on seats. Yeah. And that just happened or they, they knew something was going to happen. It's like, oh, we're going to make, we're going to. We're gonna get some views. We're gonna get some likes for this video. Right. Yeah. No, that was uh that was just poor planning. <laughs> yeah. You can't like, put people like that by each other. But yeah, but uh Trump and Kid Rock were there again. Walked out with Dana White. Yep. That's multiple times that we've seen him like that. Just well, he goes to every one out. of them in Vegas. Well, like Dana said, you know, like when when Dana um when when Trump ran for office, he asked Dana White to come speak at the Republican Party. And uh, a lot of Dana's friends told him not to do it. They're like, you don't, you don't want to get involved with that or nothing like that. And Dana says, listen, he, I've, I've known Trump for 20 years. He said, the guy has never done me wrong. He said, I remember one time when we had nowhere to put on a fight. And Trump says, use my towers. Yeah. Go ahead and use them. No charge. Have your fights there. And for a man to open his building like that to me and to keep us in business, Shows me a lot of integrity, and I will always support the man for what he's done for me. 
Well, we got a hooking, slashing. Something I didn't He's see. He's arguing it. about it a little bit. I didn't see it. Oh, I'm sure most of these players argue about this <clears throat> shit. Got the porn stash in the yeah. mullet, looks like. But yeah, he helped him helped him out. They've been friends. What you got? Why oh, I wouldn't didn't he say shit? Why wouldn't he help him? Why would why wouldn't he stick by him? They're, yeah. They're friends. Yep. If they've already known each other that long and he supports him and he doesn't have anything anything against what he's trying to do. But that's it's it's like me and you. Our political views. Oh, we got for high stick. You got two minutes for high sticking. Our political views are different, but we don't bring politics into our friendship. No, because we don't. We have no need. We have no we need have no to discuss to. that shit between us. You feel a way, I feel a way, but we don't bring politics into it. I mean, there's certain things that we agree on. We can laugh and have have fun about some of that. Stuff. Yeah, and there's we some stuff we that. disagree on that we discuss, and and it, it is what it is. You know, like we we we're not going to fight about it. Like there's no need for that. And I think that's what the world is seriously lacking is just a, a way to, a, they don't try to, oh, discord. On the power play. They don't Capitalize avoid. Uh, on that power play. Most people are so willing to. Oh, was that, was, was that Wah? Yeah. Number 10. It was Wah that just scored. Yep. Some people are so easy to get into conflict with somebody over differences of opinion. Mm-hmm. Instead of having a discussion and just realizing, hey. We can be different and still get along, you know? And I like like we've said a million times, one thing lacking in today's society is conversation. Conversation. And mm-hmm. communication. Communi- Just, communication. And one of the things that we did we get we got into in a couple episodes is remember I was saying that your feelings are your responsibility. Yeah. So if you're getting triggered or even even saying that we're triggering, if you're getting activated, some people are saying activated now. I mean you're you're getting emotional about it. Something's going on with you. They're just they're just vo- voicing their opinion or yeah. even stating facts that they've learned, and you're getting mad about it. You know, look okay, look internally and go, okay, what's going on? Why am I feeling this way? We can <clears throat> you can still have an intelligent Absolutely. conversation and still and not not go f- flying off the handle and just the, yelling and screaming. But, at each but other. it being a your feelings are your <clears throat> responsibility. That's a that's a true statement, but also. My words are my responsibility. They are. And what I say, and, and, and that's where conversation comes in. If I say something that I'm speaking, either the way I feel, my opinion, facts, whatever, and it triggers you or activates you or offends you, talk to me about it. Tell me that that offended you. And then I know not to yeah. say that around you anymore. Yeah. I, I don't mean I'm not going to say it to another person. I'm just not going to say it to you. The well, thing is, is a lot of people that are triggered by things that people say think that you should never fucking say it ever again to anybody. And like, no, yeah. their feelings might not be yours. If I say it to them and they don't take it the way you did, fucking, I'm not going to say it to you ever again. Yeah. But I'm going to say it to them. I mean, it's still the way I feel. It's still my opinion. It's still fact. It, just because you're butt hurt by it doesn't mean that they're going to be butt hurt by it. No. You know? But <clears throat> yeah, with. With your feelings or your responsibility, my words are my responsibility. But, but also, if you're, I mean, if you're, if everybody, everybody's having just a conversation and just discussing things, yeah, and somebody f- gets all heated and starts starts. I mean, if it's one thing, if you're yelling at someone and you're being aggressive and you're, or I you mean, you're saying mean, mean, hurtful things, and then they, I mean, they get offended and they match your energy. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's quote. one thing. But if like we're having a conversation and someone's like, "You're wrong." And they're getting all pissed off. It was like, well, just like you said, just conversation, just talk. Explain to me why explain. you think I'm wrong yeah. and we will discuss it. 
Just have that conversation. Yeah. But there's no need to get all nuts. You know who Tom McDonald is, right? No. He's like I a Canadian American rapper. He grew up in Calgary. Now he lives in LA. He does YouTube uh rapping. He's a YouTube rapper. Maybe. Got millions of followers. And he's made a lot of money doing it. And he puts out a new video every Friday. And he does a lot of controversial songs. And one of the one of the lines in his song, uh, I can't remember what song it is, but there's a line in one of his songs that says, there's a difference between hate speech and speech that you hate. Yeah. And that's, I always bring that up when I'm talking about people being offended, is that there's a difference between me being a hater of a million things or just speech that you don't think is correct. Exactly. You know, and just because you don't think it's correct doesn't mean it's correct. It's not correct. You know, because you want me to, uh, I don't want to say it because I don't want to get into a whole other <laughs> subject, but you you don't want me to call a transgendered man a man. You want me to call him a woman. He's still a man. And that's a huge, like, I don't, like, like we've said before, I don't give a, I don't care how you live your life. I do not care what you do. But when you start bringing it into mainstream and trying to change everybody's you try to change people's minds from reality to this idealism, you're crossing a line to me. Yeah, because you're trying to force your your opinions and your the your lifestyle onto someone else. And your feelings. And yeah, your feelings are forcing that onto someone else. Yeah. So I don't think you should do that. <clears throat> like there was a I remember there was a college professor who who said called him Mr. Something. He was doing handing out papers they were turning their papers and he was giving papers back or something he said mr i don't know mr mr smith and he got student got mad and said he's he identifies as a woman so he called me miss and he i mean that went to the school and they were like and the the teacher said what i'll call him by his first name because that's in the role that's on the on the the role sheet like you're not because he's a religious person he's like you're not going to change my religious beliefs to fit your feelings yeah like you no, you you're can't not, do that. You're not going to do that. He's like, I'm. I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to back down. Now, I'll call him. I'll call him Jim. Is his name on the roll? His legal name is Jim. Yep. That, that's <clears> so. He's like fair. He's like, I'm not, I won't. I won't say ma'am or miss or Mister or sir or whatever. I'll just call him four. Yep. They just yeah. scored again. That's a nice goal. Who scored that? Strowman. Just uh, made their lead a little bigger. Oh, Steph Stephens. Steven Stephens. Stephenson. Stevenson. Yeah, Stephenson. Whatever it is. That was unassisted. No. I think it was a pass from whoever oh, right that there. was. was so that he Stone? passed it. Yeah. An assist to Stone. Stone, Stone passed it to him. Assisted. <clears throat> I think that last one, I think that last one by Wall might have been unassisted because I think he stole the puck. It I was. Think, yeah, I think that he was got an away. Assist. Got away. And... But getting back to what we were saying about uh, transgender and stuff, you know, like, what what really cracks me up, and I think it's a very valid point to use in that argument, is when people talk about uh, it's okay for transgender to play sports. You know, it's okay. The thing is, is it's okay for a transgender man to transition to a woman to play women's sports. But that's the only case. There's no women transitioning to men to play in the NBA. I haven't seen it. There's no women transitioning to men to play in the NHL. There's no women. The real women that play these sports are fighting to get into the sport. Yeah. 
and they won't be i'm you know you talk about equality men and women equality men are stronger than women period women that are stronger than some men are like freak athletes they they work on being really strong you know and uh they still even serena williams even serena williams has said if i played a man in tennis i'd probably lose yeah well i think i updated that from when we were talking about tennis the man men serve the tennis ball going 155 miles an hour yeah the women are like at 108 150 something 150 plus miles an hour that is nuts too much that ball is just <laughs> flying like i don't i don't even i don't even know if i could see it yeah i'd be standing and like what happened is, he, right. is he gonna serve it did how, he serve it yet how does he keep getting points he ain't even serving it yeah hear the hear the point i'm like he didn't serve the ball yet Where, where's the ball right like oh he did serve it no and like there's no women transitioning to men to try to play football and it's only men trying to transition to women to play women's sports to get ahead in the game to try to be the best at a sport but you're still not the best you're you're one of the lowest ranked men trying to beat women yeah and that's even, the way it'll always be not even not even in the dad. top 20 and then they transition and like oh look at that i can yeah. win i won silver and this i'll one? argue oh, that point till the day i die like there there's yeah. no point in it it's a it's a dumb argument to have just to make everybody feel included and safe or whatever it's to make very low esteemed shallow men try to feel better about themselves and they're not no yeah that's ridiculous it, that's the only argument i really have that i am very convicted to when it comes to transgenderism other than that i don't give a fuck there are some beautiful men that have transitioned to women and there's beautiful women that have transitioned to men i don't give a fuck but like that one show we were talking about that one podcast where the woman got mad and walked out because she's the guy says the guy's a christian guy and he says you know i would i would never sleep with a transgendered woman because that's a man that's homosexuality and she got mad because he said that and it's like well it's the truth yeah like it's 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 the truth it's a man like it's, it's just it's, wrong it's still a man yeah and if you believe in that <clears throat> it's wrong and i believe it's wrong but that doesn't mean that other people can't do it my beliefs don't set the standard for this world he just scored again they just oh, scored again, shit. did he? Oh, uh, it looked like he did. I don't know. I saw the crowd get kind of crazy. Looks like they're fighting about something. I don't know. It looked like he scored. Maybe he didn't. Maybe I mean, it was almost, a cheap shot on him or something. Almost did. Maybe he tripped him or something. Oh, yeah, they're calling a penalty. Oh, it's a penalty, yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, that's my rant. <laughs> that's our little. Okay. Yeah. That's our little rant. Oh no, that uh, was on Vegas. That, that was on Amadio. Oh. All right, they're going to commercial. Oh, whatever. So that Almost. was our little rant on transgenderism. We'll try not to bring it up too much, but there's yeah. a lot of see, that's the thing. I'm triggered by that stuff. <laughs> when I sit and watch videos on that, I'm fucking triggered. I get mad. So I try to stay off it a little bit more. That now that that's all that's on there. And the thing is, is the transgender movement is all social media. You don't see it out in public all the time. People fighting for them rights. It's usually all on the internet. Yeah. So it's kind of annoying. Because people are, they're a lot braver behind the keyboard. They're keyboard warriors. Always. Get them out. So in, much. Get them out in public and they got to yeah. have a real confrontation with somebody. It's like, oh, shoot. I don't know if I can do that. What, what's the thing Mike Tyson used to say? You, 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 don't, you don't even know you're in a fight till you get punched in the face. Yeah. 
you know, then you get punched in the face, then you know you're in a fight. Then you get punched in the face. Then you get punched in the face by by uh, Odin Thun. <laughs> Thor. And then you get really Thor. Really Thor? Really Thor. So our last episode was uh, the greatest hockey movie ever. That was pretty good. Slap shot. That was a lot of fun. That was a fun movie. That was Man, a those hands movie. those handsome brothers are those comedy. That Playing one, with their little slot car and racing the cars. Right. And <laughs> one thing one thing we did kind of discuss, but I wanted to reiterate because I don't remember if we went into too much detail on it, but in the championship game of that movie, when the Charlestown Chiefs go out there and he says, and and uh uh Paul Newman's character, uh Reggie Dunlop says yeah. before the game, he says this is our. This is my last game, boys. I want to play it straight. Like I yeah, want to play this school, game old, old school, school hockey. hockey. And uh, they're like, okay, yeah, no, for you, Reggie, we'll do that. And then they go out there, and then the other team shows up and just beating the fuck out of them. <laughs> and then for like the first two periods, and then the third period, the the owner of the team comes in, or the manager of the team, whatever, comes in. That old guy, and he's yeah. like, I got scouts in the stands that are here to see the chiefs <laughs> and then red dunlop kind of follows him out and looks at him and then he looks back to ned brady and he's like fuck and then they just go scouts yeah <laughs> he turns around yeah. and then the next scene they're all fighting on the ice yeah, yeah. throw that old time hockey out the window oh yeah it's gone because <clears throat> the scouts are there to watch the chiefs well he got a job off of that he did and some of them other players probably got other other uh uh offers to play other places too you yeah, know got scooped up for other teams so that's pretty cool man but today's episode <clears throat> we were thinking of stuff to do we've done a couple of top tens for uh this opinions bowls the last two things we've done are top tens top 20s so we figured we'd break it up a little bit and we have something written on our board that we were going to do personality tests and I was listening to another one of our favorite podcasts, Armchair Experts. Shout out, Armchair Experts. Yeah. Uh, it's a great podcast. But they, at the end of the podcast, they do a fact check with Monica. And uh, mm -hmm. they were talking about tests that directors do and stuff for certain people. And it's kind of like a character test. And it's called the Proust test. P-R-O-U-S-T test. And it's like 32, 35 questions, something like that. So I figured we'd go back and forth and ask these questions and uh, just get our answers and see what happens cause, All right. and discuss our answers and why and how come and really, <laughs> you know? So I figured we'd just ask each other some questions and like, I'll ask the questions to you and then I'll answer them myself. Okay. Just so we can get both of our statements off it so we can do is the there, whole test together. Do you check the boxes and then it gives you results or is it just the... It doesn't give us any results. Okay. Um, as far as i know let me let me check this really quick because when you get down to the bottom yeah don't give us uh don't give us any results on what kind of character you are but you know we know our character we know we're good people we're friends we're good friends if you meet us and you become one of our friends you're a good friend to us josh thomas shout out josh thomas yeah what's up josh one of my favorite people in the world other than matt and my wife and kids and my brother Josh, and my mom and dad, and my other brothers, and my sister, and okay, so you're like kind of down on the list, Josh, but I still love you like a brother, man. Here, here in town, he's one of our favorite people besides Josh. You're one of my favorite people that besides I work Josh, with, that I've Josh. met, that I've become friends with. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're a great guy. Don't ever take that the wrong way. You're still <laughs> a good friend to us, man, and we love having you around. I'm glad you came over last night to watch the fights, and 
I'm glad you love hanging out with us. It's a good time when you come over. So, yeah, we know our character. We know what we're about. I know where I stand on most things. Some of these answers uh, might shock you. Some of these answers might be like, yeah, no, I can see it. So <laughs> we'll see where they go. All right. You ready for this, Matt? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. I'm going to read the introduction to the test first. It okay. says, uh, and this is off of Vanity Fair, Vanity Fair website. They had this in one of their books or one of their magazines. Okay. And uh, the, entrant, uh, the intro to the prose questionnaire, it says, the prose questionnaire has its origins in a parlor game popularized, though not devised, by Marcel Proust, the French essayist and novelist who believed that in answering these questions, an individual reveals his or who his or her true nature. Here is the basic Proust questionnaire. So this is the basic one. This thing. This don't, and this is still pretty in depth. Like some of these questions are kind of hard to answer. Well, some of the some of the crazy ones are like 150, yeah, 100 and something questions. Some of the character and personality tests are yeah, really long. This one's super uh, long. Let me see exactly how long this one is. This one is 30, 35 questions wrong. Okay, or long. So, the first question. You ready, Matt? I'm ready. What is your idea of perfect happiness? Oh, jeez. Hmm. What would I describe perfect happiness? They're kind of hard to answer. Yeah. That's... Some of them are. The first one right off the bat, we have so much silence yeah. in our speaking. <laughs> I mean, I think perfect happiness would be, I mean, even if you're, I mean, not even thinking, if, I guess thinking of longer than, I mean, if, if you had to be able to do something for eternity. It would just being, I mean, surrounded by just being able to learn and be with the people that you enjoy being with. That's fair. Having those social interactions and being able to learn from each other and like on the podcast, talk like how we're, how we're talking and learning and throwing our opinions out there. And I feel like I've gotten smarter doing this podcast. <laughs> we've, we've looked up a lot of good lists and a lot of good information. We have. We've learned a gone lot. over. Yeah. Yeah. The sharks, sharks are number twenty on the top twenty. And bears aren't even on the list. Yeah, everybody's so scared of sharks, but you should just be—you should be scared, scared of mosquitoes. Really scared, or people? Yeah, mosquitoes and people because yeah. they're number two. <laughs> they're the one and two killers in the world. Yeah. So, but yeah, being able to spend your time with those you care about, right? Be able to, and and continuously learn new things and be able to just do stuff like that yeah not have to i guess worry free that's a that's a deep answer it really is i mean that's i think that's what most people would think of when it comes to happiness is that you know just being in a place where you're worry free and the people around you are smiling and happy you know so i'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it simple on this one so my simple answer would be my wife and kids that my wife and kid that's my happiness. Like to see them healthy, happy, no worries, roof over their head, clothes on their back, heat, mm -hmm. food, and they smile. Like that's my happiness. My wife deals with depression a lot and anxiety, and my son deals with anxiety. 
not so much depression because how can you be depressed when you have everything you want but it is possible uh when they when they smile that's that's my happiest that that's the simple answer there you, you know? go you gave it you gave a little bit more in depth and i loved it that was a great answer uh number two you ready for number two all right what's number two you want me to answer this one first doesn't matter either way what is your greatest fear greatest fear my greatest fear is getting old because i've smoked for 30 years and my body's already worn out at 44 the older i get it's going to get harder for me to breathe and move mm. and i'm afraid that i'm not going to be able to do the things i love to do right now in 20 years yeah that's that's, that's my fear scary mm. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know, honestly. It's a hard one to answer. That's a hard one. Nothing's really coming to mind. Spiders. There you go. Hey, I don't, but then again, I'm not really <clears throat> that, that scared of spiders. I've, yeah. had, I've had some, I've had spiders. I've seen them drop down in there with their little web and go, oh, look at that. And just grab their web and take them outside. And, Right, drop them outside. You're not you're not afraid of them then. It's not a fear. I had one crawling on my leg, and then I went. I was like, "Oh shoot!" I was gonna flick it off. Then I was like, "Oh crap!" If I flick it off, then I'm not gonna know where it is. Right. So I just let it crawl on my leg. Yeah, you're not afraid <laughs> of grab, spiders. I grabbed something. I I crumpled crumpled up the blanket and I squished it in the blanket. Now Rawr. big big spiders. Big spiders might be different. That might know. be different. I might but... I might be okay. I might be willing to hold a tarantula. I'd hold a tarantula long as I've known that if it's someone's pet, I'd yeah. hold it. Like, if they not... hold it, I'd hold it. Most of them are really docile. My, on my tongue, if it bites me, I'm, I'm going to punch it. All right. So I'm going to smash it with my fist. <laughs> uh, well, let, let me give you, let me give you some ideas of, uh, some like philosophical fear and tell me if these things give you anxiety in for the future. Um, your kids growing up during world war three uh getting cancer you losing your wife at a young age yeah that'd be, and having to raise your kids it'd be hard she's insured <laughs> she'd be kidding. all right I'm just kidding. that's so funny though <laughs> yeah, she's insured that's I'm great kidding. um uh, i think i would have to say not being able to provide for my family you know what that's a great thing to be fearful of no. something happen anything happening like you said can't get in cancer or accident that's that's just something that happens but the aftermath not being able to provide for my for my family that, that's a, that's a healthy fear i think that's not one that like people look at and like oh that's just one of them you know dumb fears whatever they call them like when you were talking about all the fears like they're not realistic fears. oh yeah like trisodecophobia is yeah fear of the number 13. an unrealistic fear or arachnophobia that one you just said is a realistic fear because many people have been through it you know and it's something that you fear yeah that's a great that's a great answer i make it sound like i'm only i'm only fearful for myself <laughs> Fuck everyone else right <laughs> i don't well but you know when you say i have a fear of Okay, I'll tell you this. I have a fear of getting sick. Not so much getting old. I have a fear of getting sick. Okay. To where I'm not going to be able to do the things I love or I'm going to 
my family's gonna have to change their lives to take care of me because mm. I can't take care of myself no more. Yeah. That's what I mean by that. Yeah, I get that. So that that would be like that's one of my biggest fears is that I'm not gonna be able to take care of myself in twenty years because I've not been healthy or good to my body. All right, number three. Number three. This one's kind of a I don't know. I don't like big words. <laughs> so I guess I really don't know what deplore means. D E P L O R E. I know like deplorable means like uh hatred or something yeah can it mean something you don't like yeah 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 so the question is what is the trait you most deplore in yourself yeah that's what's the trait you most dislike about yourself okay so what would be one trait you have that you most dislike about yourself that whenever it happens or you do it that you're like fuck why did i do that um i would say i'm i can be very quick to anger i know that (laughs) (laughs) you're not telling me nothing man (laughs) I know that you wish you weren't. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've come, I mean, a lot, in a lot of things I've come a long way, but it's just certain things can trigger me and some things can set me off and it's just. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I gotta, know more I than most. Got to get better. Uh, I guess one thing I don't like about myself is uh, how, like, if I know something about someone and someone asks a question, I answer before they do. I'm quick to just share the knowledge I have of something before I let the person that was asked answer, mm. you know, and I've done that a lot lately, you know, when, uh, someone asks about your kids at work or something, I'm like, Oh, they, they did this, this. I'm like, why the fuck am I answering? It's, they're not my kids. They're Matt's kids. And I always think afterwards, I'm like, why do I even talk when they're asked to someone else? So that's the one thing I really, I dislike. That's one trait that I have that I dislike about myself Mm. for sure is that I'm so quick to try to share my knowledge to make it seem like I know something about someone else when it's not my place to talk or tell somebody. Uh, What is the trait you most deplore in others? Mm. So what what is the trait that you most dislike in others? What would I say? Shoot. We have all kinds of blank spaces. I'm have to go through and edit every single one of these and scoot it all together. So it looks like we're answering really, really quick. Right, right, right. <laughs> probably probably not, but um hmm. non trustworthiness. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't like people I can't trust. Someone who's not trustworthy. But is that really a trait? Yeah, trustworthiness is gonna be the opposite of being trustworthy. I guess, yeah. I go with I I'd probably go with that or or honesty like people that aren't honest yeah or dependable or or consistent or yeah or just uh how how do how do you put it uh people that are uh hmm. yeah I can't think of the word anyway I'd probably go with trustworthiness trustworthiness I'm trying to think of how. I don't know. I like people that I can trust that are dependable. Yeah. And, and if you're not those things, I don't want to be. I don't want to be around you. Because when I when I make a friend and bring someone into my life, I bring them into my life. I invite them to my home. 
you know, I'll give them a ride somewhere. I'll give them money if they need it. You know, I'll help people out. And if I can't trust you to pay me back or to be there on time or to bring what you say you're going to bring or just to reciprocate the affection and love that I'm showing you, then I don't want to be around you. Yeah, I get that. I think one of the big things is just that I really dislike, but I just people who think they're better than other people. Oh yeah, just dude. Arrogance. for whatever reason, I guess arrogance. I guess would be arrogance. Yeah, I don't like arrogance that and what that can when people are talking like they know everything. And like, I can I think, think of one person. I think arrogance is. I can think of one person that talks too much that <laughs> I'm not a fan of that I've only known for a little while. Really? Yeah. And mm. if I said his name, you'd be like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. you know who it is maybe we'll uh i'll ask you who that is off off recording so yeah we're not, we're not throwing anybody under the bus yeah uh i'm not a fan yeah, so yeah i think arrogance would because that that a lot of th- that trickles down to a lot of different things a lot of different behaviors that are just yeah no not not needed very much so that can create a lot of tension too mm-hmm. you know and then it triggers your anger yep <laughs> which you're trying to get rid of <laughs> <laughs> and then you want to punch them in the throat yeah. and then it brings in your biggest fear where you can't provide because you're in prison so yeah no, you're just screwed yeah. and then your perfect happiness is gone yeah so. it's gone all right next question which living person do you most admire living person who do i admire Hmm. There's a few people I can think of. Well, you only got to say one. <clears throat> I think someone who, I guess I, I would probably go someone who's, there's a lot of people who go with somebody who's famous or something like that, but I think someone who's had a larger impact on my life and has been around, who's been there for me is probably my uncle Brian. Yeah. Brian, Brian Wilcox, I think I'd, uh, I would put him there. But I mean, there's other people. Like if you want, I mean, I guess you need to see categories because there's there's famous people you admire for the work that they can do, and I mean, it's, right? I mean, so like Andrew Lloyd Webber, that dude has yeah. written some amazing stuff. I I, I honestly I admire his musical talent, but I mean, I think somebody who's if I would have to pick someone that I admire like that, I would go with my uncle Brian just because he's he's always been around, he's always been there. When it, when we need our our family is needed, he's always, always he's a good role model role model to look up to, and just someone I admire. <clears throat> One person, the the first person that came to my mind was my dad, but I I oh, my dad's always been a good dude. You know, he's always provided for his family, whatever it took, and uh, he's always been there for us. And he's you know, but I don't know if. <clears throat> admiration is what the word i would use for that you know like more i I look up to my father but and i want to be like him but he's not the person i admire the most the second person that popped in my mind was susan hoiby susan hoiby i don't know who that is not susan hoiby hobby oh hobby Hobby. where did i get hoiby at i don't know susan Susan hobby susan hobby your mother my mom, my mom, mother from my 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 brother from another mother, <laughs> Susan, my stepmom, uh, she is so driven to not only provide, 
but she's driven to help other people provide. That's cool. And I have a lot of admiration for that. I really do. She's she's a very influential person to me. When I watch like videos of the high desert boss moms and stuff, mm-hmm. like it's just it, she's she's inspirational to me. She really is. She's she's one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. And we, I mean, the first time I ever met your mom was out at the old house south of Ray there, and kicked it off like peas and carrots, man. <laughs> your mom's just an awesome person, and I have a lot of admiration for her, man. She really, uh, she. She just, she does so much for other people and with so much, you know, like she, she would give up herself to help other people. And there's something to say about that. You know, that, that makes a great person to me. That's cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. Number six, what is your greatest extravagance? Oh, <laughs> Greatest extravagance. Mm, I think the, I think, I guess one thing, I guess the way I would kind of look at that is something you've spent the most money on. Well, yeah, that's what I would take it to, but it probably has to be bowling. Mine would probably be shoes. Well, yeah. Or, shoes. or pants. Shoes and shoes and clothing. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess. But bowling is the one hobby that I have that I've spent the most money on. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You haven't started playing hockey yet. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get you on ice and you start skating really well, we're getting everything. Because, I mean. Or golf. You haven't I mean, golfed yet. I mean, 220, $220 to $280 on, on a ball, each ball, and I have seven. $250 on a pair of shoes. 250 on a bag. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like. I got a lot of money in that, but I mean, I mean, I mean, that's like, but those are, I guess that's not really extreme. It's like <coughs> you're, you're build, building the hobby. That's like, that's just the tools of the hobby. Right. So I don't know. I think shoes, I guess I would say shoes, but it's, I think mine is probably more quantity over, over like just a few expensive. Cause I've only had, right. I mean, I think, I think my bowling shoes, the most expensive shoes, pair of shoes I have. Yeah. Because right, it might be the most expensive you ever bought. Yeah, because even the LeBrons that I had, I, those were two hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm that's fifty dollars more for bowling shoes. Yeah, so oh, they're nice shoes though. They are nice. They shoes. got the click tie. Yeah, yeah. And I won't good. need another pair of shoes for like fifteen years with those. Yeah, as much those as are, we haven't been bowling lately. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got to get on that. We got to get back into it. <clears throat> well, we we fish, podcast, work. Even fishing, I man is like you're buying. I was like, she's looking at watching me buy all kinds of stuff. I'm like. I still spent way more bolt on bolt my, my my all my bowling gear. Yeah, until like, I hit two thousand dollars, lady, I can buy whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm a few hundred dollars in, but still not as much as bowling. <clears throat> For a while there, it was whiskey because <laughs> we were fucking buying four yeah. bottles of PC each yeah. fucking weekend. But just I mean, just, some of those were were eighteen to thirty dollars right. a bottle. Right. So I think I think one of my biggest extravagance besides shoes would be expensive whiskey. I like having a nice hundred dollar bottle once in a while. I guess. Well, I guess I would say electronics, techie stuff. Yeah, because that's. I mean, I don't want to keep throwing numbers. I don't like throwing numbers around stuff. Yeah, don't throw too many numbers around. Because I mean, there's a computer there. There's there's another. There's three computers in this room. Let's just go with bowling. <laughs> there's computers in the room. There's a there's a nice record player over there. Yeah, and a <clears> lot of guns. 
So don't think about breaking There's, in here to take I mean, stuff. The TV and the Apple TV, like just small tech stuff. I like little, I like cool stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent a decent amount of money on stuff like that. Nothing wrong with that. That's like, the stuff you enjoy. Electronics. Everybody's got their own gaming system <laughs> here in the house. <laughs> I've got about to be more. Yeah, I've got an Xbox and I've got a PlayStation and a and a Switch. Yeah. So and then the boys, the boys all have their own. I think Maddie's the only one that doesn't have his own right now. He doesn't have his own Xbox or anything. You probably like go that. with tech stuff then. I think tech Your stuff. Your biggest extravagance. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, mine's probably clothing. Because, I mean, my, sh- like, shoes, when I buy shoes, most of the time it's like a $60 pair of vans. That's the problem. When I buy shoes, they're like 100 to 200 yeah. bucks. Yeah. And I buy a lot of them. I mean, I do have a nice pair of wingtip Doc Martens, but those were only, those were like 140 bucks. And that so. was also what? 20 years ago when that you was got a those. long time yeah ago. so that was like oh five yeah i think it was oh so five when i got years this oh four oh five when i got this 18 19 years ago yeah yeah and they're still they're holding up you've worn them a couple times they're great <clears throat> you guys can't tell but on our spotify photo he was wearing them but you can't see them on the yeah, bottom of the yeah street, you can't huh? see them i was wearing those my docs my wingtip all right this next one number seven is a really good question and all right try to give me a really quick one word answer first thing comes to your mind okay clear my mind what is your current state of mind i think i would describe it as nervous really yeah just things that are going on yeah yeah just everything that <laughs> everything that goes on yeah, just thinking like just going in next week, thinking about how many deliveries, how many packages are coming through. So, all, so everybody, Christmas, nervous, anxious. Just, yeah, just, yeah, just life bills on edge. You're just there, people. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm just say slightly nervous. Let's think. That's how I would describe it. That's a great that that that's a great state of mind. Because I was going to say grateful, but <laughs> <laughs> I always try to be grateful. I do. That, that is, I think that is my current state of mind. I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful that I woke up today, that I got to spend my brother's birthday with him. I get to podcast with my best friend. I spent some time with my wife. I got a nap. I have a house car. I was able to drive over here. We had food. Like, just grateful. Just, I'm grateful. It's a very good state of mind. Uh, and I try to keep, I try to keep that state of mind. Sometimes they're worse. If we would have done this, uh, if we would have done this podcast like three days ago, it would have been just worn out. Yeah. Would have been my state of mind. Just worn out. Not sleeping well, nightmares, just all sorts of shit. But, you know, for today, grateful. Just happy to be here. What do you consider your most overrated virtue? overrated like things like something that people have said to me what what do you consider your most overrated virtue so what do you think that is a virtue you have that um is not as good as people think it is i guess that's the way you put that um it's there but it's not as out there as people think it is that people see 
I don't, I don't really know how to answer. Well, I say at the end of every episode, be kind to everyone. Yeah. I think my kindness is one that's really overrated because I can fucking hate you really quick. I was gonna I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. Because people see me as a nice guy, but don't I'm piss like, you off. Don't piss me off. And and like sometimes I'm like, this motherfucker needs to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like I got I gotta walk away. Yeah. Sometimes that happens, man. It's just <laughs> it's like mm, well, like they always say, don't 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 uh don't confuse my kindness with uh how do they put that oh i i think i know what you're trying to say how is that said what is it that goes yeah i can't remember how i can't remember but i think i know where you're going with something something along with not confusing your kindness as 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 you being weak yeah don't confuse my kindness as weakness Yeah, yeah something like that like don't don't confuse it as that. Like, just because I'm being nice to you doesn't mean, or just because I'm a kind person and I try to see the best in everybody and the best in every situation, I look at people and I'm like, doesn't mean, you know, I'm going to see the best in you. It yeah. doesn't mean that I'm not going to fuck you up. If it doesn't I have mean to. it doesn't mean if you come at me sideways, I'm gonna I'm gonna wreck you. It doesn't mean I won't match your energy. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, right? Yeah, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean we're not throwing down if uh, yeah shit hits the fan. I'd rather not fight, and I will try to talk my way out of it because I think fighting is stupid. Unless you're getting paid to do it, because it can ruin lives. Yeah. Even one hit can ruin lives. I, I, I have enough wherewithal in my mind to be able to step back from any situation like that. Now, used to be if it was time to fight, we're going. I never threw the first punch ever, but I've ended a lot of fights, and I've been ended in a lot of fights. Mm. Like I've, I've, I've had to just. I'm done. Like I can't fight no more. I'm done, and. Most of the times you're fighting over dumb shit with people that you know, or, you know, it's rarely that strangers fight. I don't think, I think, you know, I think a lot of times when it happens at bars and stuff, it's somebody, you know, in your whole life and you've built up animosity towards that person. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of it out there now because everybody's got security cameras. Everybody's got a phone. Yep. So it's like it happened. It happened five times in the last however many months, but it's everywhere because everybody, you can just get online. Yep. And you can watch a video, you can watch a 20 minute video of every single bar fight in the last 15 years. And since I would, I would honestly say since George Floyd incident, that tension has been so high in this country. Yeah. George Floyd, the transgender movement, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, all that stuff, the racism as a whole, you know, it's just put everybody on high tension, high alert the election, everything that's going on, uh, two wars being fought in the world right now that we're not part of, uh, getting out of two wars, fighting 20-year wars. You know, there's so much tension and animosity in the world toward different types of people. And I think that's uh, produced a lot of hatred and just quick to confront instead mm -hmm. of conversation, like we said. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um. Number nine. All right. On what occasion do you lie? On what occasion do I lie? Yes, I would say when when it's not really when it would do more damage to tell the truth. That's what I was gonna say. When it's like I mean like little stuff like saying like white lies. Yeah. Like does my butt really look that big? Why they gotta be white? 
<laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but not exactly. Like, you know, if your if your wife says, Does this uh how how does my hair look? What am I supposed to say? Yeah. Like, you no, know, it's it's beautiful, it's perfect. Let's let's go. Or or was it do you like her butt? No, she's hideous. What are you talking about? I'm she look, you. Does she look pretty? The, what are you talking yeah. about? You're the most beautiful woman in the world. I wasn't even looking at her. Yeah. Stuff I think yeah. stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. Or uh talking about Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> uh he's not real. I didn't say that. Okay. I just Ooh. said talking about Santa Claus. Big red guy, big, big white beard red guy is gonna come to my house. No, next, next Monday. No, he is. No, Why there's going to be a brown truck that rolls up and goes beep beep and drops the stuff off at your door. Not on Sunday. Not on Sunday, but that's all the extra stuff's going to come Saturday night or Sunday night. It all it all comes it all shows up Friday night throughout Damn the it. week. Damn it! That's the real Santa Claus, right? What there. about that stuff that says to Jake from Santa? Santa sent at UPS. Oh, okay, gotcha. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I think when it, when it, when it will, uh, the one occasion I'll lie is when it helps knowingly save someone's feelings. Yeah. I think it's, like, if it's, if it's something small, if it's like, like you said, little white lies, but it, because it would do more damage to tell the truth. And I don't even think it's a lie. I think it's a, it's a, softball lofted truth yeah <laughs> like i'm gonna tell you the truth it's it might not be the full truth but it's it's i don't think it's gonna be a full-on lie i'm gonna tell you the truth but in a way that you can handle it which will make it seem like a lie does that make sense yeah yeah that makes sense <laughs> i think that's the best way to explain it. i don't i try not to lie a whole lot what's what's that one quote that i always say like a man who oh, always tells the truth never, never has, has to remember, to remember what, he what, says. what he says yeah yeah so I don't want to be caught in lies. <laughs> I don't want to have lies under my belt where I'm like, how did I put that when I told the last person? Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually by the time you're 60, your whole life is a lie. Yeah. And you're one of them, uh, what do they call them, a pathological liar that lives a lie. Like everything you've done in your life is a lie and now you have to live that. And it, it's it's hard to do. Like, Yeah, that's too much work. Way, way more work than you need to do. <clears throat> all right we're on number 10 um what do you most dislike about your appearance what i most dislike i think i would say my belly yeah it's strong it's like half the size that it used to be but it's still there i'd probably say my stomach too or my no ass <laughs> i have no ass yeah I don't really have much. It's pretty either. flat. Or my wiener. <laughs> I wish it was like at least <clears throat> at least an inch longer than it'd be three. <laughs> I mean, got a little wiener. That's okay. Yeah. I got a big sack though. It's okay. That'd be nice. It's like a jelly bean jumping on a bean bag. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, you know, that that don't matter to me because my wife loves me. It doesn't matter how big or how small it is she loves me for me it's not for that but if there's one thing i could change uh I, you know what fuck that my my, my smile my teeth mm. i wish i had straight white teeth i really do i think that would 
fix a lot of my confidence. Well, I think our insurance were allotted like a thousand dollars a year for orthodontic stuff. I mean, I should look into it. Justin got a whole bunch of got his grill fixed. I got to look into it, but he's had braces. It's like the third time he's had braces. Yeah, I should look into it. I, I really would love to, but then again, you know, then I think I'm like, why even go through the pain? Because I don't give fuck what people think of me you know, like, i don't care this is me yeah. if i had straight teeth now it would just be weird you know i'd feel weird I'm, i mean i'd be probably a little bit more happy my self-esteem would just go up but uh got another one six to two dang but They're coming back hard off of that loss list uh, oh yeah three days two days ago two three days oh ago. william carlson nice but yeah no i think i'd fix my smile uh, yeah. Fuck the stomach and ass. Like my, my smile. I think that's the one thing that I would really. I want to be buff. You ever notice in pictures that we take together, I don't smile, smile like I'm just my lips kind of yeah. raise my side of my face. I don't like my teeth and smiles. Hmm. And I've always been that way. My dad even says to me, he's like, Jake, you make good money. Why don't you see your smile face? <laughs> I'm like, you're an asshole. Why the fuck are you talking about my smile? <laughs> like your teeth aren't straight. Yeah. Like, why would you be mad at me? But my mom, my mom did say once that my grandpa, my grandpa Dick told her, she goes, he told her that I was the best looking kid she had and that I was destined for great things. And then I ended up being who I am. But, <laughs> you know, I, I, I do, I would change my smile. That's the biggest thing. Huh. Well, I feel like that's my biggest appearance defect. Is if, you look at, if you look at it as a whole, as the whole process, that's an easy fix. It is. You're absolutely right. Dennis can look and be like, all right, we can, he can get you a paint you be like, we can do this, this, and this, and you'd be done. Yeah. No, I just don't know if I, I mean, I have a high tolerance for pain. I just don't know if I want to go through it. No, I don't really, I don't know. Cause I, I guess, cause I, I grew up going to dentist office all the time. Yeah. Mouth pain right. isn't really, it's like, yeah, it happens. Yeah. It don't, I mean, it's some of the worst pain in the world. Cause the nerves are right there by your brain and it sends the signal right away. Yeah, mouth pain has never really bothered me. I'm sure I could go through it. I just, I kind of think, fucking why? I'm already me. I'm not trying to impress anybody. Yeah. I'm married. I have no one to impress. Like, Justin, Justin's a single guy still. You know, he's had a couple long-term girlfriends, but he has a reason for it, you know? I don't want to seem like I'm that, um, what, do you, what, do you, what do you call it, uh, vain. That I care more about my smile than who I am, you know. Like, yeah. I'd rather just keep being a good person and people like me for me. And it helps me um, judge their character on how they see me. And if they don't ever see anything about my teeth or nothing or my smile, then, you know, they don't give a fuck what I look like. They care about who I am as a person. You know, I don't know. It's getting really deep on that shit. Like, this whole, this whole episode seems like that. It's a good long. episode, though. Getting pretty deep. The mood, the mood is a little different. I, I like different. We're still throwing some laughs in there. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, yeah, no. All right. What's the next question? What's the next deep thought question? The next deep voice? thought question. <laughs> uh, which living person do you most despise? Mm. Better not say Jake Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. No, I. I can get, pretty much get along with anybody. Just about. There's not really anybody that I despise. 
Well, see, when I think of people that I, I there's there's a few people that I despise, really, and I'm not going to say their names on here. So I'd have to think about it too, because I could give you three names right now of people I despise, yeah. but I'm not going to throw their names out here on this because people that we know that might know them listen to this, and I don't I don't want to be part of that. Yeah, I guess I'd put one. I could put one person in that category, but people that listen to this podcast know this person. Yeah. So I don't want to throw any names out there, but I'm really, I'm really just because I just try and live my life. And it's like, oh, they're, they're doing it. It's like, no, that, that guy's a douchebag. I don't need to worry about that person and just, and, and, the, and just move on. The, the shitty thing is, is the reason I despise them is because of the way they act. Yeah. Like right now, right, absolutely right now, the one person in this world I despise is Colby Covington. <laughs> just for what he said about Leon Edwards' dad. Yeah, that's. That's, that's taking up. it too far and you don't say that shit no and i despise him for that yeah you know and and you know when when i get into despising like i said there's a few people i can put on there right now but there are people that a lot of people know around here and i don't want to throw them under the bus but then i would just get into celebrity people i despise you know yeah. and he's one of them yeah i can't stand the way he talks I'm trying to, to think of a famous what famous person do i not really like or jeffrey epstein even though he's dead he's, really, he's not he, living was he really famous though he was famous enough i mean he got fame he got i think he got more fame i only heard about him because of, he went to jail true i didn't know who he was before he went to jail but <clears throat> how do you define fame i mean is is it everyone knows you or you hang out with the elite yeah i mean that's pretty famous if they're all willing to hang out with you and go fuck kids on your island, yeah, something's wrong with that. Yeah, you know. I don't know. And, I can't really think of anybody. It, the thing that it's just been like taken right off the books, like there's no one going to jail for it or nothing like that, kind of makes me upset. No, because he disappeared. He he died in jail, and that was like supposed to smooth it all over. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I don't, I don't like despising people, but there's people that have just done me wrong. And they'll never be back in my good graces. I'll never have nothing nice to say about them ever again. I'll be cordial with them, but well, I can think of, I, it's not a, it's not an individual person, but anybody who does some a certain thing, hmm. anybody who in a, anybody who's fighting and it goes to the wrestling or jujitsu and they stick their hand over your <laughs> mouth and try and cover your face. I despise that person. You said that last night. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's the smartest thing you can do. I think it's just dumb. It's like, okay, you're putting your hand on my mouth. All right. That's a technique. I'm going to lick your hand. Or lick their face like Brad Marchant. Yeah. Just start licking their hand. Right. They probably do. But it's, just, I mean, it, bite it's, them. it's just a technique. Pulling Mike like, Tyson. If I was really in a fight with somebody, kicking you in the balls. Yeah. Like you're gonna go down. Like, there's no, you there's can't no do that rules. MMA. You but know? if you're if you come at me sideways, you're gonna you're getting a quick nut shot. Yeah, no, no, that's the easiest way to stop a fight before it starts. I'm gonna Just put them down. I'm gonna pick you up and slam you on your head, and then you're gonna lose your happiness, and <laughs> your greatest fear. Hey, and then, it was self defense. Yeah, uh, at that point, it it's was, not. It was self defense. You came at me. You swung on me and I picked you up and smashed you on your head. Yeah. Well, you're lucky I didn't shoot you. Still murder. <laughs> I mean, you're still going to do some jail Self-defense. Yeah, yeah. You're still going to go to jail for a minute. It was, uh, what are they? And I ain't got the money to bail you out, man. 
<laughs> I would help you out as much as I I'll get. I'll put some in your uh, commissary? prison wallet. Your commissary, yeah. <laughs> not your prison wallet. I ain't gonna put none in your prison wallet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'll put some in your commentary <laughs> for you though i'll make sure you got ramen oh man i'll make sure you got ramen and snickers okay i'll take care of you that way i'll i'll, I'll bake a cake and put some brass knuckles in there for there you we go. So stick you a file in there. send them in there to prison i don't know what you're gonna file i mean like you can't i don't know if you it's hard to break out of prison nowadays yeah, yeah now it's it's crazy <laughs> that's a good topic oh prison breaks yeah that's a great we should write that down top 20 Prison breaks of all time. We'll write it down after this. Yeah. That might be one that. of our next topics. Keep an ear out for it. Keep listening. <laughs> Keep most, listening to us. Most outrageous prison breaks. Dude, we still got like like 25 more questions to go. All right, let's roll. Let's roll. All right. What is the quality you most like in a man? In a man? Yeah. What am I looking for in a man? what <laughs> well i mean it's just like a friend people you meet like <clears throat> um what is the somebody that you were going to make a friend what's the one quality you look for I, I guess you know if you want to put it that way i don't necessarily want to say like-mindedness i just i mean just it's happy people joyful i mean i like that I like that we have good conversations. Yeah. We have we have fun talking about different points of view and just being able to have fun. So would have, uh, good, have good conversations. Would a good uh, quality be um, open mindedness? Possibly, it could that could be pretty good. Yeah, I think mine would be dependability. Yeah, somebody that I can call on if I ever need him. You know, and they're going to be there. No questions asked. Like that scene from the town with Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner mm -hmm. when he's like, I, I, I need your help. We're, we got to do something. And some people are going to get hurt. And Jeremy Renner says, whose car are we taking? Yeah. He just uh, gets this is the only question. That was the only, yeah. Whose car are we taking? I'm in. Yeah. I'm here for you all the time. But whose car are we taking? I don't, I don't, for me, I don't think I'm not really looking for a that many dependable people because usually I try to be that person in the group. That's why I love you, though, man. You're dependable. Because <laughs> I, I try to be that person. If I ask you for help, uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, Christopher Titus, the comedian. I was listening to one of his shows, and it always it always stuck with me. He says, "My dad trained me. My dad trained me like an Italian boss, my boss guy. You know, he's like, you don't you do favors for people, but you don't take favors from people. But you do favors for people. Yeah. And then he shot me out of, and then he taught me how to double tap somebody in the back of the head, mob style. <laughs> you know, like, shoot." Like, uh, yeah, and he, of course, was joking, but I always think about that because you've moved, you've moved four times since we've been friends and never once have you called me to go help. We've, we've been here nine years and we've moved eight times. So you know your way around moving. You don't ask much for help anyway. And that's just here. That's right. not. Yeah. That's not including California, not including Arizona. California and Arizona. So like. You know, it's not that you don't find me dependable. It's that you know you can do it yourself. Yeah. You're not one to really ask for help either, though. Yeah. But you know that if you asked me, I'd be there. I hope you know that. I know that. You know, it's not, it's not just because I'm dependable. It's because you're my friend and you're my best friend and I'd do anything for you, you know. But I think dependable is one thing that I really look for in people. It's not just, it's not just helping me with stuff. It's being on time. 
if I give you money, pay me back, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Like being able to reciprocate any generosity that I give to you, give it back to me. Like I, I like that in a man that I meet to be my friend or something, you know, like mm-hmm. just be dependable. That's good. That's why, uh, that's why me and Cash, me and Mike Cash can't be friends. <laughs> He's not dependable. He's so flaky. He is flaky. He forgets. He He's forgets a great all the time. kid. I love the kid to death. He's a good person. But we're not super, super good friends because he don't, I invite him and he don't come. Yeah. He changes his mind at the last minute. He goes do something else, which means that I'm not as important to him as I think he is to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I want I him to that. be I... there, but he don't find me as good of a friend as I find him. So. I, he, he can blow me off easy. If he called me and said, hey, Jake, I'm getting the UFC at my house tonight. I want you to come over and watch it. I'm fucking there, Mike. I'm there. Uh, I'll call Matt. I'll bring Ethan. All three of us, will, we'll roll up in there, and we'll have some water <laughs> and some crackers, <laughs> whatever you want to eat, man, and we'll watch the fight at, at your house, man. No, no problem. I'm there. But, hey, Mike, come to my house for the UFC, man. There's some people over. We're going to have some fun. Yeah, I'll be there, Jake. I really want to see these ones. Hey, Mike, where are you at? Twenty minutes before the fights. Uh, I I'm not gonna come over, man. I I I'm going out to eat with my friend, my other friend. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, oh. I I forgot I went for a run. Yeah. Never again are you invited because I can't do that. All right. <clears throat> Number thirteen. What is the quality you most like in a woman? quality they most like hmm. I, I got a couple answers that I've thought about one is uh, independent I like an independent woman that she don't have to rely on me for everything she can just get shit done on her own if I'm not there mm-hmm. and number two is loyalty Number, yeah. number one is loyalty. Second is independent, but somebody that I know is going to be faithful to me. And I never have to question whether or not they're going to. I think loyalty and honesty. I mean, there's a lot of them that all wrap in, but the first one that came to my mind, honestly, was independent. Somebody that I know that if we have bills, that ha- you have to call someone for a bill and take care of some shit, I don't have to call them because they can handle that on their own. Yeah. You know, they can take care of it. And and it takes a little stress off me when I'm out trying to provide for my family. I don't have to do everything. She can handle shit on her own. And I'm fucking, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Hmm. I'm kind of, I don't know, thinking, trying to think about giving good answers and questions and thinking, and just like my brain doesn't want to work. Are you like thinking too much? Maybe, maybe overthinking it. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Because what's the know. first thing popping in your mind? Quality of a woman. Quality? Boobs. <laughs> That's the first thing quality? popping in my mind. And talk- no, Randy, not <laughs> fake boobs that we can play with all the time. No. Uh, that was the first thing popped in my mind. <laughs> Just kidding. Because <clears throat> I'm trying to get deep on these questions, too. I'm trying to really answer yeah. them. You know? I mean, I like, I like, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm just thinking about the things that I like about Amanda. <clears throat> I mean, like you said, loyalty and like her dependability, and <clears throat> that I mean, she was she always knew she was 
going to be a good mom. She's a good, good mom to her kids. Yeah. Um, Those are some, some of them. Yeah, well, I mean, good, good answers, you know. Her her sense of humor. I like her sense of humor. Yeah. Um, when you when you uh when you first met her and you realized she's the woman you wanted to be with, what was the one quality she had that made you realize that? I don't know if there was one. I just it was just just the way that we are together. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get that. I get that. But if I but if I asked you. If I ask you, you can only pick one, put four of them in your mind, four good qualities, whether it's loyalty, happiness, or loyalty, sense of humor, uh, honesty, uh, dependability, all four of them in your mind, and said, Matt, give me one answer. All right, let me think. What's the first one that would come up? Let me think of a few. Think of four of them, and then I'll ask you, when you're ready, I'll ask you, give me the first one that comes to your mind. And if you think about it hard enough, you're going to have one on your mind. Just one. <laughs> I've, I've only got two. I'm okay, out of them two, what's the first one you want to say? I'm trying to think qualities. I'm trying to think of just qualities in general and grab some that, that I like. Right. Man. Oh, I need coffee or something i'm just you want you want to take a break i'm just kind of blah maybe maybe we should maybe take a little take a little break all right but, i so, mean I, I do like loyalty i like her dependability i like that she <clears throat> i mean, I like, really like that we compliment each other that that's dude that's awesome we'll run that as an answer that works i like that she she i, th I think i'm i'm gonna say two there's two ways to look at at this trustworthy and then i guess being trustworthy that i can i can depend on her and then i know that she depends on me and that i think you could throw that under the umbrella of loyalty loyal was that all would that all fall under under that i think it loyalty would, because if she's loyal to you and you're loyal to her it's all loyalty yeah she knows that she can count on you for anything you know you can count on her for anything yeah and i know and i i mean i i guess i'd I don't know. It kind of gives me perspective. It kind of gives me goals that I know that she does depend on me. Yep. Those things that she needs, she that that I, things that I need to do, and it just helps me stay focused. I guess. Great. Well said, man. That's well said. That's Hopefully a good answer. I like that answer. Right. We can run that answer. Let's go get some nicotine. And yep. All right. We're gonna take a little break. Wake my Enjoy this uh, little uh, symphony music while we take this break. All right, welcome back from our break. Hope you enjoyed the music. All right, what's our what's our next question? Our next question is <clears throat> which words or phrases do you most overuse? Words or phrases? 
<clears throat> dude. <laughs> Mine is what the fuck. <laughs> I don't think I use that one that often. I say it a lot. I mean, I just said it just now when I broke the gate. <laughs> yeah, right. What the fuck? <laughs> I pulled, popped it off the hinges. The little dog, the dog gate thing. But yeah, I, I, I use dude a lot. I think I use the word like. I've never, often. I've never really even heard you use the word dude though. No, I've never heard it. What do I, what do I say often? I don't know. It's hard because it just, I just use the, it's just the vocabulary that I use. So it's right. like, uh, what am I, what am I saying? I, I think, I think the, the phrase you use the most is, well, there's two answers. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of a couple things. What's your, what's your favorite song? Well, there's two. <laughs> <laughs> who's your who's your favorite band? Well, there's this one. There's, it could yeah, be, right. Could be maybe. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Oh shit. My yeah. mine is definitely what the fuck. <laughs> I say it a lot, and especially in that uh, top twenty, the most dangerous animals. Most dangerous animals. Yeah. Way too much. I even apologize <laughs> on the next episode. Like shit, mm -hmm. I say it way too much. What the fuck? Uh. <clears throat> what or who is the greatest love of your life? Hockey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just first answer. We're going with it. <laughs> that's my new. That's my newfound passion. Right. <clears throat> um, I think I would say, like first, would be just action sports and skateboarding and BM and BMX. Was yeah. The first, my first, first, and and music. And then obviously Amanda. Yeah, I I, I was gonna say family. Just yeah, family. That's one encompassed answer. So, what what or who is the greatest love of your life? I'd say family, because I can't put a number on how much I love all my family. I love all of them equally. Yeah, and my friends and like the <clears> people <throat> that are in my life are there for a reason. And some of them I was born into. Some of them I have created since, but. If you're in my family and I love you, then that you're part of my greatest, my greatest love of life. Yeah. Um, when and where were you happiest? When and where? <clears throat> I think currently I have the most happiness. Current. Nice. Yeah, currently where, because we, we, I mean, we've had a, not, not a, we've had, haven't had anything crazy really super crazy happened but just just the struggle to get to where we are and now we're at a place where it's i mean 90 percent of the things are good yeah <clears throat> mine might sound weird but my first thought was iraq was it and i think was that um you know if i had to get technical i think the military yeah was the happiest i've ever been it's the greatest thing i've ever done next to not not be not ahead of or behind, but next to getting married to my wife and raising Ethan. But the the place I was the happiest at was in the military, just because I felt like I was being part of something great. I think Arizona was pretty happy for us, just because we're it was. I mean, we were barely making any money, but everything for the most part was taken care of. We didn't have we didn't have much. <laughs> We didn't really, we couldn't really do much, <clears throat> but we, 
take I guess together as a family. We were pretty happy. The kids, right. Cassie and Parker, were really really young when we first when we were just first in Arizona, and there was a lot of I think there was a lot of happiness there. There's, there was some there was some stuff, but there's a lot of meaning. <clears throat> there's a lot of meaning in the saying. I never had what I. I didn't have what I wanted, but I have, I had all that I needed, you know? And I think when you're talking about places like that, you're not having everything you, that you wanted. You couldn't afford a lot of stuff, but you had everything you needed. Yeah. You know, you had your family, you had your kids and things were just good, you know, not too many worries, you know, things were okay. And there's a lot behind that saying, Yeah, you know? Because even growing up, like, you know, growing up in a three-bedroom three, three bedroom double with eight people, I tell people, like, I never got what I wanted, but I got what I needed. I was loved. I had clothes. I had a roof over my head. I had food. Yeah. And two parents that adored us and loved us and never made us feel like we were anything less or any worse than any other kids or any better than any other kids. They taught us well. They raised us upright. They gave us great values. And... You know, I, I always go back to that when I talk about that, you know, like I had everything, I didn't get everything I wanted, but I had everything I needed, Yeah. you know, and I think that plays <clears> a lot into what you're talking about, like and down that, in Arizona. For us, the biggest difference with between here and Arizona, besides the, well, the job making way more money is Arizona. The only reason why we survived is we, the only reason why we had money to pay the electric bill to pay rent is because we were on food stamps. And you were still, it's still one of the happiest places you've been. Yeah. The heat was disgusting. <laughs> it was so bad. Ian, I'm sick of snow. It was so bad, the heat. But yeah, we were, as a family unit, I guess, we were pretty, we were pretty happy. <clears throat> so, but here, it's just, it's been a lot better. I mean, we haven't, we haven't needed any, any government assistance and it's been, whoops, I hit the mic stand behind me. Matt's over there making noise. So this is good. <clears throat> yeah, we haven't had to. We didn't need that out here. We've been completely self-sufficient out here. I get that though. I like how you said currently is the happiest because place. I mean we worked pretty hard to be where we are. Yeah, for sure. We've got a little bit of family out here, good friends. Yeah, I wouldn't have met you. I I, I hope I'm part of the family. <laughs> I'm not just good friend. I'm like part of the family. Yeah, yeah. You are I'm now. Uncle Jake. You're my brother, man. I wouldn't trade this for anything. Anything. Um, which talent would you most like to have? I wish I could play the piano. I wish I could sing really well. <clears throat> I wish I could play the piano. Now it's going to hit you in the stomach. Now it's falling the other way. Might have to tighten that thing up. I, it's, I think it's as tight as it can get. Just if it gets overextended and it droops, <clears throat> that should be good. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you you wish you could play the piano? Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be a good one. I mean, I can I can pick it because I can I can read music. I can read the I can't read bass the bass clef stuff the treble whatever. I can't, but I I can mostly put together like there's like the any kind of melody where there's chords. I can even like okay, that's this one. That's this one. And I can kind of start putting it together, but it's it takes. It takes quite a bit. To Any figure piano out. companies out there that want to sponsor us and send <clears throat> Matt a brand new piano or keyboard, we'd greatly appreciate it. Yeah, hey, 
I'll take it. Then he could keep working on it and live his dream and maybe develop the talent he most likely would love to have. Sing, be able to sing and play the piano at the same time. That'd be- I, well, you play the piano, I'll sing. So we'll both get our talent. There, there yeah, that'd be great. There we go. Yeah, you're my accompaniment. Yeah. <laughs> or however they say it. Yeah. No, I would like to be able to sing really well. That'd be a good one. Um, If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? I feel like we've already asked that question kind that's of. That's kind that, of, <clears throat> yeah. That, that was the, what do you most dislike about your appearance, but. Yeah, but that's physical. Some people have some, some other mental things that they wish they could change. If you could change one thing about yourself, <clears throat> what would it be? Mm, I think, I think for me, it still goes back to the thing that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> My belly. I wish I was smarter. Which I could. I wish I could, uh, I wish I could take in information better. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could not take it in, hold it. Mm. I mm-hmm. wish I had a better memory. You I know, wanna, I want to be buff. <laughs> I want to look like Dwayne Johnson. That's a bit, that's a little, that's a little bit much. That's a little but... too much. Maybe Chris Hemsworth. Maybe. Or, or, or Jason Momoa. Yeah. Maybe Jason Momoa. Yeah. There you go. Be, be ripped. That'd be cool. <clears throat> Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, <clears throat> what do you consider your greatest achievement? Greatest achievement? Nine years safe driving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go, Randy. Someone's proud of it. <clears throat> Not just because um, they did their job. <clears throat> uh, mine's Army. Just yeah. serving, serving the country in the Army. It's the only regret I'll die with. I should have stayed in. That's my greatest achievement. It's the only thing I've done longer in my, that's the only thing I've done longer in my life other than UPS. And it's the one thing that I feel most accomplished that I've done just because of what I got to see and what I got to do and how I handled myself and just what it gave me as far as characteristics and traits and qualities and pride in myself. Yeah, And I feel like that's my biggest accomplishment. That's why I talk about it so much. We were talking about that last night, how, you know, I only have six and a half, seven years of stories from the military. But Mm -hmm. if I had done the other 13, how many more stories would I have? Yeah. And you've heard most, almost, I've almost told you a day by day, blow by blow of my entire (laughs) time in the army, just through conversations. There's still, I mean, I'm sure there's still some stories I haven't told you, but. You know, them are the ones that aren't fresh in my memory, but I've told you everything else. You know, like, I don't, I, if you ask, I'll tell you, like, I'm not one that's going to shy away from telling any stories about the military. I loved it. And it probably was my greatest achievement. What would I say my greatest achievement is? Hmm. Hmm. Being a good father. Maybe, maybe that's pretty good. I don't know. Being able to share your characteristics <clears throat> and traits with your kids. is pretty good. Or being a good husband I or. Think, I think just, I think that's part of being a good husband. Cause that's, cause some people, some people will tell you they put their kids first and that's number one. But I mean, I've always, well, man and I've always pretty much tried to put us first because when we're on the same page and when we're good that just trickles down you're yeah, even better parent they're we're even better for them and they're they see 
they see what what we're doing what we're trying to do for them and that's just i mean i guess that's the best way we could do it and it also teaches them how to be good men and women too Mm -hmm. yeah because they see they see how we treat each other and they're not gonna i mean look for a broken relationship someone who's well one of them it didn't work on well that's that's not anything that we did i know i know i'm just kidding so i don't know just being i guess knowing I guess I'll toot my horn, I guess, a little bit, knowing how, uh, just how Amanda talks about our relationship and knowing, I guess, how I've been present and making sure that I'm good to her, yeah. that I can see, I can see that outcome and how grateful she is and how, how much more she appreciates our relationship when she talks to her sister or her brother and sees their relationships or her sees, sees anybody else, any of her friends and when her her friends see our relationship and they're they're they admire your relationship yeah they're just they're they can't can't quite get grasp or can't quite reach what they think we have and it's just it feels good yeah yeah it's like it's like our <clears throat> friendship and like yeah josh, josh. always saying how he wishes him yeah. and alan could be friends like yeah. us you know yeah like just that's just a like great that. achievement though really i have a lot of achievements in my life but military came to my mind first like yeah just what i did and you know ethan's always asking me he's like why you tell the same stories over and over again good stories i always talk about it because it's the greatest thing i've done like if i would have been a professional hockey player that's all i would talk about yeah if i would have been a successful business guy that's all i would have talked about if i would have been you know started at 20 in ups that's all i would talk about because it's what i've done in my life and achieved mm-hmm. But the military is something that I did on my own. Uh, I didn't have much family, you know, around. And I had to meet new people and go all the all these places around the world. And I made it, you know, and I accomplished a lot, you know. And I, I think that alone makes it my greatest achievement, you know. That's good. <clears throat> works for me yeah that's I, there's nothing wrong yeah, with no there's nothing wrong with that um <clears throat> let's see what is the next one we're on number 20 so we only got 16 left uh if you were to die and come back as a person or thing what would it be i would come back as that peloton seat for that freaking <laughs> <laughs> there you go. instructor in the there commercial you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, she's hot. <laughs> I'd come back as her I'd come back as her Peloton bike seat. Is her a pair of her panties? Oh my god. <clears throat> I think <clears throat> I would it would probably either a crow or a hawk. That's good. Probably one of those. I would probably come back as Elon Musk. <laughs> Why not? Mm-hmm. I guess why not? You're at the head of your, you know, your career or your uh, area of expertise. You're you're the leading guy in that area. You're a multi-billionaire. So much money. You can go do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, and it's, it's sad to say you come back as money. Like, I'm not going to come back as a homeless junkie living on Skid Row. No. I mean, you're going to come back as somebody that you kind of admire in a way you know or something that 
you've always been interested in or something like that. Like, shit, I'd come back as freaking John Jones. Like, how cool would that be? That'd be crazy. To be the champion of the world and get to work out every day and do what you love. Maybe come back as Mark Stone. Yeah. Yeah, you could be a captain of the Golden Knights with a Stanley <clears> Cup <throat> under your belt and live that life, man. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think I'd come, rather come back as an animal. Uh, if I came back as an animal, I'd probably come back as a wolverine. A wolverine? Yeah. Or a honey badger. Because they don't give a shit. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't give a shit. Not at all. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I think I would hawk or a crow. That'd crow, be cool. Crows are super smart. Well, not even that. You get to fly over shit and see it from that point of view. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I'd come back as a grain of sand in the ocean. <laughs> Just keeps moving but never dies. There you go. Might get worn down a little bit, but sometimes it's just there. It's still there. That'd be cool. Um, where would you most like to live? Where? Mm, I think anywhere that's got a better four seasons. Yeah. It's got a little taste of all four seasons because I... The fall is still really fun, and it's still really fun to get snow, play in the snow, have a decent summer, and a good, good spring. I don't know where you'd live for that. I don't know where you would either. I, I have no idea. School a little bit further south. Maybe, but South Dakota is just shit. Yeah. Iowa's shit. Maybe Nebraska. Maybe. But it's kind of windy there. Uh, the one place, if I could live anywhere, the one place I'd live that I've been would probably be italy italy so much culture they yeah. got all the seasons i think either that or or a tropical island guam maybe but there's it's got its issues i'm sure I live like, on an easter island like my own my own island your own island yeah in the pacific or atlantic probably pacific probably pacific pacific i'd probably do it down in the warmer mediterranean yeah there you go or maybe over somewhere off the coast of uh, Brazil, or not Brazil, Spain. Yeah. One of them islands over there. That'd be cool. Or maybe even off the coast of Japan. Midway. Yeah, you get typhoons and you get some crazy soon. So can, not Midway. <laughs> you can get some crazy stuff there. I mean, there's typhoons in Guam also. You get, just got to be careful. There was one when I was there. Well, if you want to get technical, I don't, I don't want to live anywhere that I... The one place, if I could live anywhere, the place I'd want to be is where I'm at. Home is where you make it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter where I live at, yeah. as long as I'm there and present, and I'm surrounded by good <clears> people <throat> and my wife and kid. Like nothing else matters. I do. the The only thing about California that I miss is the beach. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, the heat and all that stuff, and the taxes, and that's the only that's the only thing I miss about just California. the beach. Just the beach. Never been to it. Can't that's wait to go. So nice. It's so fun. Maybe in October this year. That'd be cool. Maybe. Oceanside. That'd be Let's cool. <clears throat> um, what is your most treasured possession? Treasured possession. What do I have? Got a lot of junk. Well, Seems now it's like... a picture of a Stanley Cup winning team. Oh, well, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's amazing. Hmm. I have, I have three crystals left. 
from one of Saddam, Saddam Hussein's chandeliers mm. in my house. And they're not worth anything, but I know where they came from because I picked them up off the ground there and took them home with me. And I have three of them left. I have given one to my mom and one to my nephew. And I have three left. And they are my most treasured possessions because I know where they came from. I'm trying to think of what I have that something that I've had for a while that I just didn't get rid of or something that has a lot of sentimental value to it. But we've moved so many times. Stuff gets right. stuff gets lost and stuff gets cast up on by the wayside. Well, I got a, I got a couple more. <clears throat> so what you want to really philosophical? My most treasured, my most treasured, my most treasured possession is my memory. Yeah, because I can remember everywhere I've been and what I've done so far. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Another one that's a treasured possession to me is a foot by foot plot of land in Ireland. <laughs> That was given to me by my best friend. That's right. Watch out, everybody. We got Lord, Lord Jacob, Jacob Martin, Martin Dick in the Dick building. Of Ardmore, Ireland. You peasants, pay attention. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's one of my treasured possessions, too. That was pretty cool. That's one of my favorite Christmas gifts I've ever got. That's awesome. Yeah. That, that made my fun. Christmas, man. That was a good that's one. Really, that was cool. That was a good, you got me with that one. That was a good one. I cry a little. That was pretty cool. Nobody's ever bought me land, even if it's a foot by foot. Like it's still a land. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm kind of blanking on. I'm trying to think of. I have, I do have some. It's gonna sound weird, but I have some dolls. But they're the little Japanese. Yeah, they're the Japanese ones that I got from my mom. I, I she got them somewhere, and they're they have a couple of them that are really old. Yeah, I have one that was brought to us by an exchange student because we we did that a bunch of times. We had exchange students come stay with us in oh, Japan. Wow. I never knew that Japanese exchange students. We had we had like I think five different ones at different times. Wow! It was like there was like two or three uh, women and and I think there was three girls and two guys that stayed different times. Just kind of hung out and just learned about stuff and. That's cool. Talk to them. It was always fun. Never knew that. Learn something <clears throat> new all the time, man. Never but knew I that. Have, I have those in a box somewhere. Those are kind of, kind of, I guess, a treasure because I, because I want to say they were from my grandmother, who I never got to meet. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> I think that's Look at that somewhere. Well, the, the sphere in Vegas was like the moon. That's so cool. It had the moon that. on it. That's freaking cool when they do that. That was. What about your uh, samurai swords? Those are those are kind of cool, but I, I mean, been I just in got every those. house. They have. I got those when I was just barely out of high school. But I mean, I just bought them at a rent fair. Yeah, a little Renaissance fair, sword vendor. They're not like super fancy, or they're not. They're just show swords. So, what about hmm. your kid? But they're not really your they're possession. Not, they're not a possession. They're yeah. their own. They're their own being. So they think. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> um, I know my the bicycle that I just built a couple years ago is yeah. it's pretty i mean i picked it piece by piece pretty treasure but i mean i know i've got some keepsake stuff one that i the scrapbook that i made for our wedding I went, that was quite a while ago <laughs> oh, yeah. it's coming up on 16 17 years it's coming up on our seven this yeah next uh, may we are 17 year anniversary yeah, next may we'll hit uh 
14, 15. Yeah, yeah, we hit 15 next May. So, five months. Yeah. Four and a half. I can always remember because um, our Cassidy was born just in the same month as our one-year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, whatever, however old she is, it's <clears throat> one year. She's going to be 16 in May. So, well, you, guys got, you guys got married after she was pregnant? Mm-hmm. No, we'd finished. We'd just barely finished her. So, um, Cassidy was born in, she was born on May 10th. And we were, our anniversary is May 13th. Well, your first anniversary. Our first anniversary. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. The way it sounded, it was like, oh, well, she was born like a month before we got married. No, we were, like, oh, we, were, we were married for like three months and Amanda got pregnant. Oh, gee, oh yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> you weren't waiting. <laughs> yeah. You weren't waiting. Uh, of course, you know, like, you know, it's hard nowadays to even find one person that says, this is the only woman I've ever been with. And you're one of them people, you know, you've never been with anybody else but Amanda. And that's an amazing accomplishment, you know, because I can't say that, you know. Is it, is it really though? It is. It really is. To be, to be that picky, to be like, I'm only going to be with the woman I marry. And then you married her and then you guys have, you've only been with her. Mm -hmm. And And it's a great thing because she knows everything you like. And you know everything she likes. And you don't have to, you you will never, she will never do something for you that you're like, well, this girl did it better. That's it, true. It'll never be like that for you. But them thoughts sometimes creep into people's minds. Where it's like, well, this girl used to do this for me all the time and you don't. Like, you'll never have that thought. You know, mm-hmm. it, the only thing you know is your wife and it's, perfect for you you know and that that's an awesome thing man i think if more people would do that there'd be a lot less <sighs> well i'm not going to say it because <laughs> even though she's the only woman you've ever been with you as well as me we're perverts <laughs> <laughs> so it's just not going to stop perversion no, no no it's not no i think women are beautiful and i love looking at them um, but yeah, uh, another another prized possession that I have that I really hold in high regard is my military uniform. Yeah, that's cool. I still have it in the bag in my closet <clears> with <throat> everything, pants folded, shirt, tie, the jacket, all my awards and everything still pinned on it. So I've got some I've got some keepsakes from when I was out and doing missionary work in South America. Well, she looks at these license plates, man. Yeah, I've I've got a license plate. And you brought them to every place you've gone. Yeah. I found another one. I found another one that's out in the garage. That's one that I brought from South America with me. Yeah. Got some of those. Those are fun. Those are I pretty like, cool. I like those. It's a nice little collection. They're pretty pretty cool little uh ornaments of places you've been. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people collect salt and pepper shakers or globes. Matt collected license plates. I got a, I got a few license plates. Yeah. And a no parking anytime sign. <laughs> we didn't steal that, I promise. <laughs> No, I actually got that from somebody who worked at, they were supposed to put it up at their work and she had them. There was, she had like two of them. They were supposed to put no parking in, in the, on, on the side of the building and they never, they never did. So they just, they had the signs. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'll take that. So, and I've got bathroom signs. Yeah, on, the, ba- on the bathroom, I got those. Yeah. They were extra from at the arcade that I worked at. Yep, because the 
they closed the public bathroom where they, they didn't want, they turned them into storage. And there was like four or five of them. I'm like, oh, those are cool. Like, oh, yeah. those, those are come home with me. Yep. I'll take one set of these. There's, there's three other sets in there. No matter how <laughs> old I get, I'm always going to have that kid inside of me. That's going to want to put <laughs> cool shit up in my house. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this next question is really deep. I think it's, it's on the test though. So I'm going to ask it. All right. Let's see if we can get my brain juices flowing. And this one is like got a little bit of caffeine. From this one's hard coat. to answer. And I'm looking at it before I read it. And I've already got an answer. Um, what do you regard as the lowest depth of misery? I would say, I would say something that goes, I think I would say they go together, but <clears throat> like, I think I would say loneliness and abandonment. And I was going to say attempting suicide. Well, I mean, that can lead you to it. True. So you're, you're probably spot on loneliness and abandonment. Just, just, and, and I think, I think it would, could go with why i guess why you're feeling lonely or why you're abandoned is i mean just decisions you've made maybe people have turned their back on you because you're not dependable because you're basically you're being an idiot so i don't know yeah for whatever reason you've been you've been cast to cast out by your by your peers and they can't uh have you with them you know what you're i i think you're spot on and I'm going to go with them answers too. Loneliness and uh, abandonment. Yeah. I think that, I mean, that probably is the lowest depth of misery is being all alone and abandoned. I think that's the lowest point you can get to. Yeah. Having the things that you love taken from you and you're just, you're just abandoned and alone. And, and you've done so much shit in your life that they don't want nothing to do with you anymore. That would put me in my lowest pot, I think. That would crush me. So, you know, great answer, man. Because, I mean, because, man, there's a difference between being alone and feeling loneliness. Because I don't mind being alone. Like, I'll I'll sit up here and edit the podcast and well, yeah. just, just be by myself. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Be out on, the out on route and just be by yourself. And it's nice It's nice to be alone <laughs> sometimes, often. But, but to have no one in your life that you can talk being to. Being lonely and, yeah. That's completely different from being alone and lonely are two different, completely mm -hmm. different things. And you're absolutely right, man. No, no boobs to squeeze. Oh, fuck. That would be a boring life, huh? <laughs> God, that would be, that would, that would bring me to a point of misery <laughs> and <laughs> abandonment and loneliness. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. God, I'd have to, I mean, but they do make fake ones now that you can buy and bring home like sex dolls yeah you can get one of those that's I mean, you can be lonely but not lonely you know what i'm saying yeah. well that's that would be you're you're just alone you're, you're just not, alone you're not really lonely anymore you're not really lonely no more right <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's funny uh what is your favorite occupation favorite occupation hockey player is that your favorite fuck yeah dude i admire them guys so much mm. or a doctor specifically not gyno. <laughs> and, you know, them guys got to look at all oh, of them. Oh, I know. There's some messed up ones that come in there. I don't want to see that shit. Um, Trip club owner. No, I think that would be a 
that would be annoying. I think it'd be a great job. I think that'd be annoying. How about the stripper pole? Be the pole. Be the pole. Be yeah. the pole. Yeah. yeah like that swing can. around on. We've already had people do handstands off us in Vegas. <laughs> so yeah. it takes a little girl's weight. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be good. Um. I don't know. We've got it pretty good with our job. I I like actors too. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be fun, fun to be an actor or a musician or a musician. Yeah. Be be able to be that just if you were if you actually were that good. <clears throat> or be an actor. I think. I think that would be that'd be fun. That'd I be think good. my mo- my my most my my favorite occupation is probably actor. Just seeing how they bring a character to life. I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. They get or asked, a doctor, how they bring someone to life. Yeah. They, or bring them in, <laughs> back to life. Back to life or, into, or life. into life. Bring yeah. them into the world. That's crazy. Yeah. It's it's wild. Science is crazy. I think athlete of some kind would be cool. Yep, that'd be, be cool. Really like, cool. Like professional BMX rider. Fuck yeah. If I, if I had the talent, but I ran out of talent a long time ago. So now I'm just whatever, having fun. <clears throat> yeah. Now we're just living our lives. Yeah. Just going through the motions. Or or like a professional surfer. Jeez. That'd be cool. Yeah. At the beach all the time. Kelly Slater's still killing it. Gotta get in with one of them clicks, those, you know, get beat up at the beach. Yeah, well, I grew up I grew up there. So they just want to say it's theirs. I'm like, how long you been here? Yeah, right. See that see that hospital down there? I was born there. Yeah, right. Uh the next question is I really don't I guess I don't understand it. Or I guess I do understand it. It's just hard to answer. All right, read the question and we'll try and understand the question. What is your most marked characteristic? Marked? Marked. I would say funny. Like one that most people notice? I I'm that's what I'm guessing it's saying. Like everybody notices that? Yeah. I think funny, joke telling. Yeah, I think your sense of humor is your is, yeah is a good one. I think my sense of humor is pretty wide open to everything. Yeah, I don't really know what mine would be. I think yours would be uh, um, kindness. Think so? Like I think, or or <laughs> understanding, maybe stoicism. Like you you uh, you're the first. Well. It, it could even be, you know, dependability. Like you were saying, you like being dependable for people. Mm-hmm. I think everyone at the center that has asked you for help, you've helped. Yeah. And I think people know that about you. That if you ask, if they ask you for help, you're going to be there. Yeah. I like, you know? I like that. I like being, being able to help people out and be, be there for people. I have conversations with somebody who needs it, being able to be there to, I guess, be a, Someone to lean on, shoulder to cry on, have a say, have someone say a nice something nice to them. So I think that was the that was the best question for us to answer for each other. Yeah. So I said yours dependability, mine's yeah. my sense of humor. Yeah. So no, that, that, I mean the way they word some of these is just kind of weird. But yeah. Um. What do you value, or what do you most value in your friends? Most value in my friends. Mine's got to be sense of humor. <laughs> Fucking love think, people with sense of humor. Yeah, I think so. Sense of humor and <clears throat> and not even not necessarily like a whole like a giant level of dependability, but just no. Just I know you're like I know you're there. I mean, you're really. I, I don't really have very many friends out here. I have a lot of people that that I know. Me too. And a lot of people that I guess that know me, but I just 
I guess my circle is a little bit smaller. I don't, but that, that, that's, that's the thing that we share with each other is that I know everything about your life and you know everything about my life. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that don't know shit about us, but we know them and we're friends with them. Yeah. But we're not, we're not like friends. We're like brothers. Yeah. Like we argue like brothers, <laughs> which we hardly ever argue. But we, we have discussions if we disagree on something and we just talk about it and we just hug it out. Like we're, we're like brothers, you know, yeah. we fight some way, you know, if we ever fought, we'd be like, okay, well, let's hug it out, man. We're good. Yeah. We'll I squash think, that. I think I like a little bit of spontaneity. That's always, that's always fun. Yeah. Just something fun. Like, Hey, let's go to Vegas. Yeah. yeah let's go to a hockey game. Or, or yeah. Hey, that, that week we got off in August, let's go to the concerts. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Let's Fuck go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go see Metallica and Pantera and hey, Matt, Green Day. Go fishing this weekend. Yeah. Fuck yeah! I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. I like that. I, like that. I don't know. I think. I think the the one thing I most value in a friend is just. I guess I am not so much a sense of humor. It'd be like um, acceptance. Yeah. You know, like I have done shit in my life that I'm not proud of. And I have done shit that I'm very proud of, but, you know, especially with my last name being Dick, um, there's people that I've told my last name to that laugh at it. And I'm like, okay, well, we will never be friends. And the way I look, the way I am, the way I talk, the, the dumb shit that I do sometimes, you've never judged me for. I've always been accepted as your friend. And, you know, even like when I first met Amanda, she thought I was an asshole. <laughs> she did. She thought I was an arrogant <laughs> asshole who talked too much and was conceited and into himself. And then she got to know me and she's one of my favorite people in the world. She's one of my best friends too. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I've never not been accepted anywhere in your life, you know, and I think acceptance is probably the best one I'd look for in a good friend. Yeah, that's good. You know. Someone who accepts you. Just for me. For for your good qualities, for your flaws and all, and accepts you and loves you for who you are. That's all, man. I think acceptance is a huge thing. And I think there's a lot of that lacking in today's society. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nobody's accepted. Nobody's accepting of someone else's uh, political views or opinions or world views or whatever else. You're either like us or you're not. And fuck you if you're not. Or, you know, uh, softly screw you if you're not. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there we go. <laughs> that's what it is there we go uh number 27 who are your favorite writers favorite writers yeah i I don't really read so i don't really um stephen king probably one stephen king's good because he's got some good sagas that i really really like um i'm trying to think of i'm trying to think of some of the the audiobooks that I've <laughs> listened to. Yeah, I can think of two from the Jack Reacher series and the yeah. Dresden Files. Yeah, was that G- Lee, Lee Jim Child Butcher and, and Lee Child. Yeah. Or Lee good. Child and Jim Butcher. Um, and Stephen King. Yeah, I would say Stephen King. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember the guy's name, Andre something, who wrote The Witcher. Oh, yeah. The Witcher books. Those were really, really good. I need to get those because I want to listen to something else. Those are good. I'm kind of trying to get caught up on armchair expert. There's a lot. There's like six years. But of the thing is, is I'm not listening to like episodes. all of the other little things he did, like the 
the race to 270 and that's funny though all, i, I oh, know geez. but i don't i i'm not interested in yeah. it yeah and i'm interested in only listening to people that i know yeah so, so just pick and choose i'm kind of running through it but it's like i don't know to me i would rather just start where the last one the last monday he did with christopher walken I might just start there and start listening to the ones that I want to listen to. Yeah, there, I haven't listened to that one. That you know, it's different. a lot of content, but it seems really monotonous. Like, Dak usually always brings up the fact that he was sober, and then he relapsed in 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, he always brings up the fact that he's sober and recovering, and I feel like we compare in this way, and it just seems kind of monotonous going through it right now. Yeah, because you're listening to multiples at the same time. Yeah. Which is you listen to one ep one episode after you can get through a few episodes in a day. Yeah, I think I need to just start right now where there's somebody I want to listen to and then listen to a book and then go back and check what else has come out and listen to a book. Yeah. And then listen to my, of course, my small town murder and my <laughs> your stupid opinions and my opinions and bowls. Yeah. You know, got to stay up on those ones. I but. like, um, um, I like, uh, Frank Hebert who wrote the Dune. Yeah, the Dune yeah, books; those were pretty good. Um, who wrote? What's the other one that I? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. What was that guy's name? Oh my god, I don't remember. I listened to that. Though. Crap, I listen. I've listened to a few of them. There's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and then I've listened to Restaurant at the End of the Universe. The guy that wrote. There's, one. Um, there's one that's uh, called uh, Mostly Mostly Harmless. <laughs> mostly harmless. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what the Hitchhiker's Guide. That's with a uh, when he when he looked at Earth and the humans, he he labeled them as mostly harmless, comparing them to the other species in the galaxies out there. Uh, Douglas Adams. Douglas Adams. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Douglas Adams. Um, who else do I like? Um, I like uh, Ernest Klein. Did um. Ready Player One, Ready Player Two. Oh, those were good. Both yep. of those were really good. And uh, Orson Scott Card. Yeah, Card. That's the one who wrote um, uh, Ender's Game. Ender's Game, yeah. And all the books after yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a great series. Um, Let's see, who else do I have on here? I'm kind of looking at names now. Uh, yeah, so pull up on my audio, uh, Audible. Yeah, right. Let's see what I got in there. Uh, Dave Grohl is a great writer. That's a good book. Storyteller. The storyteller. That's good. That's one I of hear, my favorites. I hear Green Lights is really good too. The I Matthew, listen to Matthew that too. That's freaking awesome. I, have, I haven't done that. That's done a really that good yet. book. Uh, one of my favorite. One of my favorite uh, biographies I've ever listened to. That was uh, narrated by the biographer, Gene Wilder. Really? You get a chance to listen to his memoir. Listen to it. Gene Wilder. It was fucking amazing. The guy that played Willy Wonka in mm -hmm. the first. Uh, young, Willy young Wonka Frankenstein. in the Factory, Young Frankenstein. He was. He was in Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. He was in uh, Hear No Evil, See No Evil with yeah. Richard Pryor. He talks about their their uh, kind of coexistence, how they were never really, really, really good friends. Um, but his his biography is really good. Uh, Brad Thor uh, is a good good writer. But yeah, no, they're pretty good writers. And you could go on and on about a list of writers. I mean, there's so many of them. Well, my, fa my favorite writer is probably Lee Child. Being able to pick a whole bunch of scenarios that stick to a character's characteristics, like uh, Jack Reacher's, and be able to write 29 books 
about one character that's that gets a into lot. a bunch that's of different situations. What a mind that guy has and what a great writer he is. <clears throat> I can't log into my Audible right now. So who knows? Now, is is fiction is fic fiction's real life? And nonfiction is fake? Non nonfiction is the is be real like real stuff. So fiction, how, how do you remember the difference? Just fiction is made up. It's fiction. Okay. So, and that's, I don't understand this question because it says, who is the hero of, who is, who is your hero of fiction? Okay, that makes sense. I was reading it wrong. Who is your hero of fiction? So you're, you're in like a book or story. Yeah, or something, just something that's make make believe. Who's a a make believe hero. Um, you better not say Iron Man. Tony, I love you three thousand. Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if I don't think my favorite would come out of the MCU. I think Jack Reacher is my hero. Of fiction. Yeah. I like. Um, I'm in the the Gunslinger, Roland Deschain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Gunslinger series and. The Dark Tower. I like Peacemaker, too. <laughs> <laughs> dance. Oh, oh my gosh. It's such, it's Josh, funny. my brother has never seen that. No? I told him, I said, oh, you, you need gotta to fucking watch it, dude. You gotta watch it. It's so, John so Cena funny. is so funny in that show, He's dude. really good. It's a great show. Eagly. Eagly. <laughs> he, he really did get hugged by an eagle. <laughs> the eagle really <laughs> hugged him. <laughs> um, who else do I like? I like... Um, I like the Percy Jackson books. Rick Riordan did the Percy Jackson series. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of more for like teen teenagers because it's fairly easy to fairly easy to read. And, but it's based on the Poseidon and Zeus and yo, yeah, cool. yeah. No, I've seen Percy Jackson. The some of the movies. Yeah, I've like, seen the first two. I think I like those. That, they got a new series coming out. Of yeah, Percy I thought Jackson, that's pretty yeah. cool. Disney Plus picked it up. And they're making it actual series out of it yep um no i think i'd have to go with jack reacher my hero of fiction yeah just lives his life by rules and he always tries to do the right thing yeah uh the gunslinger thing that he's got a code that he lives by and all kinds yep. of stuff too that's pretty cool that, that uh, that's a decent question uh which historical figure do you most identify with identify with hitler <laughs> just kidding <laughs> I'm what? just kidding. That's fucking wrong. I, I'm sorry. Shouldn't have said that. God, <laughs> please forgive me for what I just said. Hmm. <laughs> I don't really know. Most of the famous ones, they're not brown, so I can't really identify with. <laughs> Napoleon's uh, not brown. I can't really identify with him. Attila the Hun. He's he was brown. He was, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Paul Pot. I don't remember. Um, Saddam Hussein. Osama <laughs> <laughs> no, bin Laden. I don't identify with. Yeah, that. yeah, no, no. Uh, I don't really. I don't know. That's a hard one. Yeah, that's kind of hard. I don't know. I <clears> guess <throat> I don't really know enough about some of them. Robin Hood. Awesome. There we go. Give from the rich, give to the poor. Yeah. Take from the rich, give to the poor. Yeah. Yeah, I can uh, identify with that. A historical figure do you most identify with? Um, I don't know. A lot of people would hate 
the answer that just popped in my head, but oh, Trump. <laughs> Trump is he really a, his, is he a historical figure? He's more of a current. Okay, yeah, a current okay, figure. Can't really say him. It's not really historical. Historical figure, like we're we're, we're talking like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, um, I don't know. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. Historical. We're talking like people who've left their mark on history. Thomas Edison. See, but most all those they were great inventors. They were yeah. smart guys. Um, I can't. I don't identify as very well. Well, your way of thinking. It's not. <laughs> quit making it about race, Matt. <laughs> Why do you got to be a race thing? Um, I would say Albert Einstein. Yeah. I, I'm not a genius, but some of the quotes he has and his characteristics and the way he lived his life. I mean, I'm a pretty, I mean, yeah, I don't have a lot of energy sometimes, but when it's time to work, it's time to work. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm generous and I'm thoughtful and I'm driven when it when I have something to do. I don't know. I'll go with Albert Einstein. That's pretty good. I mean, I'm nowhere near the genius the guy was, but I think his characteristics that made him successful are some of the things I have. Yeah, I'm trying to think of somebody who I guess I could identify with that their I guess their philosophy on life is and don't forget something it. similar. It don't have to be a man. It could be a historical woman. It could be like Mother Teresa. <laughs> Just how giving and thoughtful you are, you know, like and how much you care about other people. Yeah. I mean, it could be anybody, any historical figure. Sure. Go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think you were going to say that. <laughs> I, I don't know choked. i'm trying to think of i like i like who was the who was the president that there was a roosevelt and he had that quote talk softly but walk with a big stick or something like that could be something like that yeah maybe teddy roosevelt maybe something like he that. was a guy that enjoyed adventures yeah yeah but he was i mean he like i think that was one of his big quotes because I mean, United States were supposed to be one of the greatest countries out there, one of the greatest nations. And our, I mean, our power needs to be, we need, like he was, he was saying, talk softly, <clears throat> something, but with the big sticks. And it's like, you're, you can back up. You can back up what's said. Yeah. yeah. But you're still, you, it's like he said, talk softly. Cause, I mean, I think we can still have a conversation, but if he needs to go there. You, we'll match your energy. You, need, you see this? See this big stick? Right. I will club you over the head with it for sure. <laughs> we'll clobber you. So you want to go with him? Sure, Teddy Roosevelt. Perfect, because yeah. he was giving too. I mean, he 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 was the. I think he was the president. He was the reason why um, doctors' curriculum got all on the same level. Like what they're what they need to be doing, and uh, universities became became what they were. He was he was very very giving with his money. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Some I can't remember which president it was that said that, but one of them. One that of was them his, said that I remember. It might have been Winston his, Churchill too. Maybe, but that was his like his foreign policy was. That might have been Roosevelt. Yeah, talk, talk softly, but carry a big stick with a big stick. I was gonna say Abraham Lincoln because he was called honest Abe, 
and I believe in honesty. Like mm-hmm. tell people the truth. But yeah. Um I might need to Google that. We've got six Quote. questions left. We're on number thirty. I'll let you look up that quote first, though. See who said it. Maybe it was like Hitler. <laughs> yeah, Theodore. <laughs> it's 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 in Wikipedia as big stick ideology. Oh wow! It says Theodore Roosevelt says, "Speak softly and carry a big stick. You will go far." Perfect. So, yeah, we'll go with Roosevelt. Yeah, this is used the term big stick to describe his foreign policy. Uh, foreign policy positions during the, his administration, Roosevelt described his style of foreign policy as the, ex, the exercise of intelligence, intelligent forethought and a decisive action sufficiently fair and far in advance of any likely crisis. Nice. Big stick diplomacy had five components. Like he has got a whole thing about it. I just like that. Speak softly and carry a big stick. You will go far. That's pretty true, too. It's an accurate statement. There's like one of the other, like uh, Google has the questions people ask and says, what, is, what does it mean? And it says, the idea is negotiating peacefully, but also having strength in case things go wrong. I like that. All right. What's the next question? Okay. The next question is, who are your heroes in real life? Heroes in real life. I mean, I guess it goes back back to people I admire when we were talking about that. My uncle, he said, he said some struggles. He had, he had a giant, he had cancer and he had, he's got like a huge chunk of his neck removed. He was able to get get through all that and oh, just his just his his personality his look on life and he was always dependable i mean my parents look up to my parents yeah a lot i mean you already mentioned my mom she's she's a go-getter she's a she shows, she, she's, she's got, a she's a badass she's definitely an entrepreneur and helps likes to lift people up to on to be on her level and oh yeah help people out um who else do i like Mm. Well, my 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 first my first heroes in real life are my parents. By far, they have raised six kids. They're always there for their grandkids. They've always been super generous and thoughtful for people. Mm -hmm. And uh, the second one that I cannot overlook is uh, uh, my heroes in real life are the military men and women. Yeah, and I'm not saying that just to pander. Um, I really believe they're they are my heroes. They are the people that, like, there's a poem that goes around this time of year about Santa Claus over in the desert, and you know, there's a kid sitting there with a gun that's up all night, and Santa shows up and says, he says, he you know, he says something to the effect of, "You Santa, you go take care of the rest of the world. I'm on watch." You know, like. I don't get to celebrate Christmas with my family, but you make sure everyone else gets one. I'm gonna I'll be on watch. I'll take care of you. You mm. know. And uh there's a whole poem about it, you know, the the soldier on watch or something like that, but it's really interesting. But uh 
they're they're my heroes you know my parents first and then uh uh, military men and women just for what i i because I, I know what they put yeah on the you line. know what they do you know what they do uh growing up in a military family you've seen it firsthand mm-hmm. and uh yeah my heroes definitely those are heroes of i mean whether they want want people want to believe it or not they're out there or whether they want to be heroes they're yeah, still here that too well i mean i just mean well other people who don't support any kind of war efforts or any don't think we need the military that we have they're i mean they're out there doing that yep them and first responders and first responders yes anybody that anybody that helps protect us or take care of us in any time of need anybody any, or like like firefighters they volunteer and they i mean they sign up they train and they get paid to run into danger into a burning building to make sure everybody gets out is out as many sure as they safe. can get as anyway. as, yeah so that's that's pretty crazy <clears throat> and then the, and if and if uh one of them they don't get out it, it'll haunt them for the rest of their lives yeah it does you know and just the pain and suffering they deal with for us you know i mean as the general public yeah. you know as americans the things that they go through and put on the line for us is astounding and they are my heroes What's next? What are your favorite names? Favorite names? Yeah. Favorite names. Americus <laughs> is one of my favorite names yeah. that I've heard lately. <laughs> I love That's that pretty name. Good. I don't know why I like it. I really like that. It's pretty good. I like Maximus. Maximus. And Jameson. Jameson's pretty good. Jameson. Those are my three favorite names. I mean, we picked right our out. I mean, we gave our names, we gave kids, our kids names that they're going to be stuck with until they're legally able to change them if they don't like them that much. Right. And they were all, I mean, they're all pretty good. Most kids don't do that, though. Some, some would. Some might. So, I mean, our, our kids, Parker, <laughs> his computer, when I set it up, <coughs> he won't hear this until after Christmas anyway, so it's probably safe to. Say it, and I don't know if he'll, he'll listen. Hopefully, he doesn't listen. To well, this will come out before. This will come out Thursday before Christmas. Yeah, so Thursday. hopefully, he doesn't listen and ruin his his Christmas present. But uh, might not. It's funny though. He had. Well, I already said it. So yeah. Like, well, you could edit it out. I could, but the you have to give it a name. Like when you first do the initial startup, you have to give it a name. You do penis Parker. Penis Parker yeah, is what so I put. Funny. That's awesome. Put it as, as the computer name. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> he'll get a kick out of that. He'll laugh. Yeah. He's yeah. pretty good about but, taking that. But I mean, Parker, Aiden, Matthew. Are them are all names that? Well, we know where Matthew Cassidy. comes from, but is uh, are them all names that you like? You knew that when you had kids, or did you really have to think about it? Or them? No, names we you saw. Well, out? I mean, um, Parker and Aiden. We actually got those from TV shows that Amanda and I watched, and we liked them. And like, those are good names. We'll have to, we'll have to put those in the hat. And, figure see if we we like this there you go so we got those amanda actually had a dream that we had a, a daughter named cassidy that's where that oh, wow. game came from that's cool so and then matthews oh. matthew yeah yeah he's not a, he's matthew. not a junior no it's spelled different and he doesn't we don't have the same middle name right his is brandon mm-hmm. yours is kent mm-hmm. yep yep 
I don't know. What are their names if I always thought were cool? There you go. It's a good name. Just it's a strong name. Yeah. And it's it was on the top it was in the top five boys' names for the last fifty years or so. Might have gone off now. For popularity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's even an Instagram page for the name Jake. Is there? Yeah. There's probably one for a lot of names. A lot of them they're super popular. I I heard something the other day that says uh, you know, it's not really for the amount of people in the world, um, there is, what is there, 365 days in the year. So there is like a 50% chance or a 20% chance in any room you're standing in with six or more people that somebody has the same birthday as you. Really? That, that's that's what I heard. Hmm. I might We might have to do a fact check on that. Maybe. Because I might have fucked up the statistics, but I heard something like that. Hmm. Out of like one in every, well, I guess it would have to be one in every 365 people, you would think. Well, yeah. One in every, maybe it's maybe it's 10 or more, but. Well, you said there's a chance, there's a high percent chance that somebody has the same birthday as you. Well, there's a 20% chance, 20, so 20%. it's pretty low. If you were to do 20 people. I guess it might be like a 50% chance hmm. that somebody has the same birthday as you. Well, somehow we became best friends and our birthdays are exactly a week apart. I know, right? It's like, crazy, right? The 6th and the 13th, yeah. seven days. Seven days in between them. Like, yeah. how, does, how does that happen? I don't know. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, we know what names you like because some of the names you gave your kids. Yeah. I mean, them are good names. I can't names. really think of any other names that I, that I think are good names i really like the name america so that's cool and i never knew that until one day i seen her package sitting there so i've always called her amy and uh her name's actually america mm, I, I love that's it. cool that and uh what was the other one i said maximus maximus i don't know why i like that name maximus decimus meridius that's a good movie that's a great movie russell gladiator Crow, russell crowe is good in that movie oh he's really good in that movie What is it that you most dislike? That I most dislike? Horrible drivers. Yeah, ignorant people. That's just, I mean, just drive people. <laughs> just learn how to drive. That was the quickest answer you've given out of all these. Okay, and that's number 32. So there, there's there's 31 other questions I've asked you, and that was the fastest answer you gave me. <laughs> fucking drivers, bad drivers. Bad drivers. Yeah. You just People who just don't know what's going on, they can't follow the rules, or they don't know that they can do something. It's like, just, just go. Like out here, they're building roundabouts. People who can't figure out how to use the roundabout. Like you're stopping for nothing. Yeah, I don't why, get it. Why are you not going? Or or why are you not stopping? Yeah, <laughs> what, right? are you, what are you doing? Why are you going? Yeah. You're going to ca cause an accident. No, I think mine would be, uh, like I said, uh, ignorance. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm guilty of it sometimes, too. But I, I really want to understand. If I'm being ignorant about something, I want somebody to explain it to me. Yeah. I want to understand it. And then I can stop being ignorant. But and I, like I said, I'm guilty of it sometimes. I'm ignorant to some things. Um, but when it comes down, like we were talking in the beginning, when it comes down to feelings and uh, triggers and all that shit, 
it's not really ignorance on my part. It's you trying to change my point of view. Yeah. And that's, to me, that's not ignorance. That's you trying to change me. That's what it is. Yeah, you. They call people ignorant that can't have an open mind to, we're all just people trying to get along and you can't offend them and you can't talk to them that way. That's not ignorance. That's you having an ideology that you want everybody to accept. That's not ignorant on my part that I don't want to accept that. I don't consider that ignorant. But if I was forcibly mean to you because of it, that's ignorant. That's just dumb. Dumb. Yeah. Or picking on somebody for a handicap. That's yeah. ignorant. Yeah. That's that, just dumb. That really bothers me. Like I said the other night, we were making fun of how that guy talked in the octagon. I'm like, the fuck am I making fun of this guy for? He speaks two languages. <laughs> yeah. I speak one. <laughs> yeah. We're, <laughs> we're making fun of his accent because he said something. Uh, he said Dana White. Who what was did it? I, he, was, said, um, he was saying something about thank you to Dana White. And I'm like, who's Donna White? <laughs> yeah, wasn't that, uh, that was uh, Pantosha. Yeah, the uh, Brazilian guy. Yeah, the flyweight <laughs> yeah. champ. Yeah. Well, who's, who's Donna White? Because it sounded like it said Donna White. Yeah, and he's like, like, who's Joy? Yeah. <laughs> Talking about Joel Joe Rogan. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck am I to make fun of this guy? He speaks two languages. <laughs> I speak one. I'm an idiot yeah. compared to this guy. Um... <clears throat> What is your greatest regret? Greatest regret? Getting out of the military. No regrets. No regrets? No regrets. I can't really think of anything. I regret getting out of the military. That's the only regret I'll die with. Because I can't change it. I can never do it again. Yeah. That's, That's regret to me. You can't regret something that you can still accomplish. I can't go back in. I'm too old now. I think. I think it would be not having enough, I guess, not having enough self-esteem or self-confidence in myself Young when I was younger. I could have done more, accomplished more. Yeah, that's fair. Could have had more girlfriends. Yeah. Because when I was in high school, there was a number, I was just thinking about that, there's a number of girls that I knew were interested, and I didn't, didn't believe anybody and didn't believe them and wasn't, didn't go for it. Yeah, right. so I just missed out on Matt. Some, you're so hot. Fuck you. You're lying. You don't care. Missed yeah. out on some opportunities there, and just missed out on some other stuff. Just being a little more confident and going, just going for just being able to experience more of life. Yeah, before you got older. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, so, yeah, I've done. I did way too much. I can't. I can't say I wouldn't regret that because I. <laughs> I've done way too much shit in my life, man. Like, I don't regret anything I've done in my life other than getting out of the service. That's the only thing I regret. Because I got back, went through a really bad divorce, and I kind of let that dictate my mind. Mm. And I let that make my decision for me. And I should have stayed in, and I should have just done it. The other 13 years, retired, full medical, you know, uh, 20 years, get my pension, and just go on with life after that you know but yeah. chances are i would have never met you wouldn't have met my wife and son but i still regret it that's that's my greatest regret is getting out of the service mm-hmm. I, don't really, I don't really have a whole lot that i regret i mean i wish i would have had more more self-esteem more self-confidence and been not as i guess not as shy because i mean i could have done more stuff could have 
gotten out there and just been a little more motivated to do some, yeah. do some things and take some, take some chances. I think I could have been better at, had more skills, better at some stuff, but it's like now it's like, whatever. Oh, well. No, I, and I completely now, understand what you're now, saying. I mean, we go, we go do stuff and have all kinds of life experiences. And but, like, but like you said, you really don't have a whole lot of regrets. Would, I mean, could, could you really even consider that a regret? Not or really. just wish you had done that yeah, different? not really. It's but you don't really regret, regret it. You don't dwell on it. No. No. See, I, I dwell on not getting out of this or getting yeah. out of the service. I should have stayed in. I've said it a million times. That's the first time I've ever heard you say that, that you didn't have confidence growing up. And I've told you a million times that I should have stayed in the service. The fridge. Well, now that the mics are turned all the way up, the fridge Pop, is going to yeah. pick up more. It picks up more. Yeah. We've got the mics pretty decent. This is the furthest I think we've ever had the mics away from us. Yeah. And it's still picking up really well. Uh, it's, still it sounds good. sounds great in my yeah. headphones. We'll see, what, we'll see when I do the edit. See what I have to. All right. Out. Two questions left. All right. Let's Two finish this up. Left number thirty-four. How would you like to die? Um, old and accomplished. Taking a shit while getting a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that? Isn't there a name for that? Having sex while you're a pooping. It's called a blumpkin. <laughs> getting head while you're pooping. It's called a blumpkin. Oh man. Yeah. No, that um, doesn't. I would like to die in my sleep. I don't care when it is. I won't know it. Yeah. I don't really. I want to go in my sleep. I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to be getting chased and run out of breath and die. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be in a fight and all that anxiety and adrenaline pumping through me and die. I don't want to um, have a heart attack or a stroke and die. I just want to go in my sleep. Yeah. That's all. I don't want to know it. Yeah. I think that's probably how it would. I, w I would. Saying that I want to go old, old and accomplished, then just you go to sleep and you don't wake up. But yeah, and like you said, yeah, no, old and accomplished. I would, I would like. I just want to live a long time. I don't care how <laughs> I live. I don't even care if I'm accomplished. I just want to. My whole goal in life is just to be the best person I can be, and the best person I can be is who I am. I want to die knowing that our podcast made a list. Fuck yeah, do it. Come on, help us out. Get us on a list, man. Whether we don't care if it's the top 20,000 worst podcasts. Yeah, if, we're on, if we're on the list of 20 worst podcasts or whatever, man, we still made a list. Yeah. Spotify we're is still there. saying our name out there because people are going to like, look oh, up. Oh, I got to see what this, what this yeah. garbage is. People are going to look up that list and see us on there. Like, we don't yeah. care. We just want to be on a list. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, so how I would like to die in my sleep. It don't matter. Yeah. I, I won't know it. I won't know when I'm dead. Just I don't want to. I don't want to like go like drown or something because that's just or in a fire. Freak out. Oh, yeah, getting burn, stabbed and burn in the fire. Deal with the pain. Oof. I want to go in my sleep. Don't matter when it is. Just I don't want to feel it. I want to go in my sleep. <clears throat> and the last question, number thirty-five. Bum bum bum. Hmm. And this is a dumb question, but uh, <laughs> what is your motto? Motto. Mine is be kind to everyone. Peace. That's my <laughs> motto, man. Yeah. Just be kind. Um, I don't really have a motto. I mean, I guess speak softly and carry a big yeah. stick. That's <laughs> your new motto. That's good. Yeah. I like I, mean, I like that. 
that a lot. I've always liked that. Um, I like, I really like our sign off of be kind. Um, just, I think I've said it before, treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah. It's golden rule. That's probably the best like, model you can I have. Like the, I like that a lot. The one model I'm trying to like kind of instill in myself right now is the quote we've had on here several times. We've said it several times in the past six podcasts or whatever. Everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing mm -hmm. about. So just be kind. Yeah. And I'm trying to kind of live, trying to make that my mantra. Like, I just want to be more accepting of everybody and realize that as much as I have issues in my life, they're having the same, if not worse, maybe even better time. But we're all we're all on this crazy ball of dirt in the middle of an, an expansive universe just floating here around the sun. And that's amazing on its own. And we still have to just live with each other on this little ball of dirt and just get along. Just be nice. Yeah. Just you be know, kind. What's crazy about that? You said the ball of dirt and the universe is crazy. I think we're still staying in orbit. The world doesn't just float away. We don't just float yeah. off away from the sun and freeze. It's crazy. It's crazy how we don't. We're still orbiting the sun and we're still staying all the time. It's like, huh. and when you look at that, that's what makes me believe there is a great creator of all this. Yeah, because I mean, we see like we we have asteroids and comets and stuff that pass Earth. They just just float and just blow by. I mean, we could how how easily could we be knocked out of orbit and just easily. start drifting away from the sun or closer to the sun and burn up and most of us just start never sucking, know it. It, sucking us in and it's like something could happen where we get knocked out of alignment and i mean global warming could even happen even more or or we could go to another ice age because we're getting further away it's like crazy so many things so many things could could happen and could go wrong but it's like somebody Somebody had to put this in motion. It can't just all be coincidence. It can't come from a little fucking speck. Bang. And, like, that's one problem I have with the armchair expert guy <laughs> is the way he talks about that stuff. Like, well, you just don't get it if you don't believe the science. Like, science, 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 science. Uh, but, well, you, have, you actually got vaccinated and wore a mask and you didn't, you know, didn't hear the rest of the real science like you know you're gonna listen to the science but you know what is science science is fallible yeah it's they don't not know fact like they don't know everything there there's nobody all. out there nobody nobody was around to record exactly what happened and how it all happened like, i don't we don't really know exactly what what the, the, and, the, and, the, and the big bang wasn't like a claymore mine it wasn't facing us and went off it was an explosion. So they say they can see where the Big Bang happened four and a half billion years ago. Well, you can't see what's on the other side of that, which is four and a half billion years of debris. Yeah. If you're going to go with one Big Bang, it, the, the whole entire expanse of all this is nine billion years. I just don't see how just one random explosion could put everything in motion to align our planets just right and our solar system so right. we're just far enough away from the sun so we don't freeze but close enough so so we there, there's enough light and enough heat to s help sustain life and how our atmosphere formed 
And there's a moon right there that keeps gravity on Earth. Yeah, that helps. Keeps our tides. I don't. There's got to be something greater I don't, than just an I don't see how, yeah, just science made that happen and all of a sudden life formed, life started on Earth and yeah. creatures started evolving and all that kind of crazy stuff. I don't, I don't understand how there isn't a higher power that helped that created that, that, I mean, that's what they used for creation. Yeah. They used, they had to, they, I mean, you'd think they would still have to, if those laws of physics and those laws are there that, I mean, you can't always, uh, you can't really break some of those laws. They had to use those to create. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, I get what you're Seems saying. like there's too I'm much. Side. There's too many things that can't just be coincidences that made this the perfect spot for life to grow. That they can prove as fact through science. Like, if it's a coincidence, it's not really provable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just weird what they try so hard to prove and say they prove that people believe just because it's under the realm of science. You know, and there's even more and more scientists that are starting to believe in a greater power. It's weird mm -hmm. because, I mean, science is, you know, to me, it was always the uh, atheist <laughs> occupation, you know, <laughs> like, how can you be a scientist to believe in a Big Bang Theory and then say you believe in God? Like, the you can't do it. Yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of a hard thing to do, but that was our... Uh, that was our Vanity Fair uh, Proust test. Deep questions. Pretty deep questions. That was a great episode. I think we got almost three hours of content. Learn some more about each other and learn some more our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Learn a little more about us. What our what our fears are, who we admire, who we look up to, who <clears throat> we consider heroes. Hey, there's another. And I've got a little poster on the wall. Someone admire. What does that oh, say? Yeah. What does that say? Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Muhammad Ali. One of the greatest. One, one of, the of the greatest. greatest. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Um, yeah, th that, that test, a lot of deep questions, but we did have some fun. We laughed. And yeah, some serious questions there. Pretty serious it got, questions. It got serious real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it did really quick. We tried to lighten it up a little bit. Man. Uh, it was fun. Uh, my motto is always going to be what we say at the end of the podcast. And, uh, uh, this podcast is coming out when you're listening to it right now. Christmas is in four days. Yeah, it's just right around the corner. So uh, we also want to say Merry Christmas. Uh, we hope you all the health and happiness in the world. Uh, we hope you get everything you wanted. Hopefully you got some good presents. Hopefully you gave some good presents because that's that's just as fun as getting presents. It is to giving, see other people's giving reactions. Giving good presents. And I like reactions. Yeah, yeah that's my favorite you're gonna like your prison you're gonna like yours yeah, yeah. i know i know i will just because just somebody thought you thought to get me something you thought i would like it and i'm like yeah, i got to get you something that that's you're gonna cool. fucking love <laughs> like it's 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 awesome it's gonna be a lot of fun uh yeah uh feliz navidad have a very merry christmas don't be afraid to say merry christmas yeah that's a, that's so dumb they're trying to cancel that but yeah, Merry Christmas. Uh, see, I don't see a problem with. I think. No, I think I said it on that episode we recorded here last Christmas that never aired, just because oh. nothing was really set up to get right. the editing done, and it was kind of like because uh, uh, we did record a little bit. It might we be did. interesting. I think it's on this computer. I might we be, had a pretty good episode. It might too. be interesting to bad. find some of that. Yeah, 
Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try and dig that off the other computer. Make this like a four-hour episode and add well, some of it on to the yeah, end of it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll drop this on Thursday and then schedule that to drop on Christmas Day. We'll have two episodes come out. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll and be just able to put find in the that. description. This is from a year ago. So yeah, enjoy Christmas episode. This so, is one of the lost episodes <clears throat> of opinions about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. But I think on that episode, I said, "Don't be afraid to say Merry Christmas." And if you don't, but if you're Jewish and you say Happy Hanukkah, just say that back. Yeah. Say Merry Christmas. I'm like, oh, Happy Hanukkah. I'm like, all right. Yeah, cool. Or Happy right. Kwanzaa or whatever you say. You say what you celebrate and I'll say what I celebrate. That's it. Well said. And then that's you can perfect. say it back to each other. And it's like, it's just, that's just your holiday that you celebrate. And then eat a bunch of food and sweets and yeah. open your presents and watch your family smile. Watch your kids smile. Have great conversation. Have fun. And, you know, get back to life afterwards. Yeah. Surround yourself with the people you love. And have a good time. That's all you can do. So from the two of us here at Opinions of Bowholes, Merry Christmas. Have a great day. And that's the end of this episode for Opinions and Bowholes. Everyone's got one. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. My motto, be kind to everyone. Peace. <laughs>